a shitty horror musical that's 30% horror movie, 70% terrible music, and features an obvious yet somehow still confusing ending. We watched Don't Go in the Woods. We watched it so you don't have to. So you know what time it is. What's up, Moon Goons? Welcome to the Horrible Horror Podcast, the podcast where we watch the worst of the worst in horror movies, movies so bad they're scary. I'm your host, Mr. Marshall Hampton. Joining me today for this uh, for this episode, this is why we fucking watch this movie episode, uh, is my co-host, as always, Mr. Aaron Southworth. Aaron, welcome back. Right, welcome back. You're always here. Yeah, I'm here <laughs> most of the time. Yeah. Most of the time. But you definitely hit the nail on the head. We watch the worst it's... of the worst. Yeah. And but this it, one this, caught me off guard. And this one's so bad we had to bring in a ringer. Well, we did because not only is it a terrible horror movie, it's also a musical. So you know what that means? That means we went back and brought in the first lady of Horrible Horror, Miss Sarah Samples, is back on the show, everybody. Uh, Sarah, welcome back. Guys, <laughs> it's been a long time. It has. It's, it's been, been a very long time. It's been a very long time. This is the first time, I think, since the outbreak that we've had a guest in studio. In studio, yeah. Wow. We've done the Zoom stuff, but yeah. in studio. Yeah, we did a Zoom. For and 200 episodes. And, and Anniversary Apocalypse, another musical. Yes. Yeah. yeah. A great a musical. Good musical that was a good actually, one. An actual musical. Along. Actual musical, yes. It really did. That was not bad. But <laughs> I haven't been in studio in over two years. It's great oh, to see you. Jesus. Two yeah. years. It's two so years. good to see you. That can't be two. A year? I don't know. Two years? I don't know. The pandemic took a year of my life away. Yeah. I don't know exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah, probably two years. Probably about two years. Mm. You know, knocking on the door of two years. Yeah, it's, it's gonna drive me nuts. Now I gotta figure out what go back and like figure out where your last. In well, we'll do that off air. I know we will. I'm sure people don't want to. <laughs> no, I know. I'm not doing history, it now. History, my yeah. history. Uh, anyway, it's listen, good to listen be... to us do math. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's terrible. I'm in the arts. I t- yeah. <laughs> that's why you have me here for musicals, guys. You don't have me here for. I'm in the arts. Trigonometry. <laughs> Just because of that, I'm in the arts to avoid math. Um, so this week's movie is "Don't Go in the Woods" from 2010, not the 1981 one. Um, before we get to that, first I want to give a big shout out to our newest Patreon Moon Goon, Mr. Lyle Francis. So thank you so much for uh, for for doing that and supporting the show. I appreciate. Yay, uh, thank you. That's awesome. Um, so the movie now, uh, Don't Go in the Woods, like it says 2010. Um, you can find this one on Amazon, Tubi, something called Crackle, which I've heard of, I've never used it, and Voodoo. Um, written by Mr. Sam Bisbee, John Vincig. Vince Guerra. That's right. And, <laughs> uh, and fucking Private Pio Kingpin himself, Mr. Vincent D'Onofrio, wrote this. He also directed this. Yeah. So- uh, and that one is one of the things that caught my eye about this movie. One is it's a musical, and two, fucking Vincent D'Onofrio wrote and directed this thing. Like, right. Gotta be, gotta be, check it out because of that. This is his directing debut, I think, too. Least, like this was his at least. Full feature. Like, yeah, I don't know. Full he he may have directed like an episode of like his Law and Order show that he was on at one point or something <laughs> dun, else. Dun. But uh, he was on Criminal Intent. 
but yeah, oh, this yeah. is officially his. You're right, Sarah. This is mm-hmm. his first official feature mm-hmm. film directorial mm-hmm. debut, and. You know, I kind of been thinking a little bit more about the indies that we do, and sometimes I feel bad about kind of going hard in the paint on some of the indies. <laughs> but this is a fucking movie star. Yeah, this is Vincent D'Onofrio. This is the kingpin. Yeah, this is Private Pile. We can we can attack this movie now, full full fucking teeth here. I can go hard in the paint. Yes, I love that. That's a great. I like that. Yeah, because I always feel bad about like. Yeah, if, we, if we, I do it. If we too. dog an indie, it's like, God damn it, I feel like an asshole sometimes, you know? It's because they, they're putting their heart and soul out, and yeah, it sucks, but it's like, do we have to rub their nose in it? This motherfucker <laughs> can take it. <laughs> um, so the cast, there's only like, I think, three people we're even going to talk about, and, and that's a stretch of the term. First, we have the record executive, played by Eric uh, Bogassian. Uh, or Bogosian? I don't know how his last name is. What was that last one? Bogosian? Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure that's his name. Bogosian? Uh, B-O-G-O-S-I-A-N. <laughs> so do with that what you will. Uh, he's got 61 credits. He's probably a somewhat familiar face. Uh, he's been on like just billions of TV shows. He's been on The Good Wife. Uh, he played Danny Ross on Law and Order Criminal Intent with Vincent D'Onofrio, and I think he was the police chief in that series, um, or captain or something. He was in Charlie's Angels Full Throttle. Uh, that was the remake <laughs> with uh, Drew Barrymore. Uh, Cameron Diaz. Cameron Diaz, Diaz. thank yeah. you. Yeah. Uh, Under Siege 2 with Mr. Steven Seagal. Um, here's one I found interesting. Um, he did various voices in Beavis and Butthead Do America. That remember that? Oh, oh, wow. I worked at the for those of you who grew up in the nineties. I worked at the Ritz great, Theater, and that one came out, and I remember watching that one. Like, like I have like seen so many movies from the nine, mid nineties, but it's always like the end of the it. end of it, yep. <laughs> or the last thirty minutes or forty minutes. Like Batman and Robin, actually, that one was such a long movie all the other movies let out and so that one i only missed like the first 15 minutes and i just like sit in the theater and watch the rest of the movie i must have seen the movie 30 times wow. which is a bad thing I, the thing is, I saw batman and robin at your theater too i went oh. there after a hockey game i was like hey, i'm gonna go hang out with aaron I think it's right. I like yeah i'm just gonna go on and watch the movie like all right so i watched batman robin like and that was my first experience our friend ty changed the marquee <laughs> to ratman and bobbin <laughs> <laughs> and he got banned for the theater yeah. by our manager <laughs> Of course, that band lasted a whole week. Yeah. He was right back again. Um, and then he was also in Blade Trinity. Ooh, and Blade. here's the one. Uh, back to our, sto- our our show. Apparently, he was store clerk in The Stuff way back in the day. I remember oh. store clerk. You remember store clerk? Who doesn't remember right? store clerk? <laughs> Stole the show. Character. What a yeah. great character. Um, then we have Ashley. played by Cassandra Lee Walker. The only thing I worth mentioning here is that she's done really nothing Worth mentioning, except that she was in one episode of Law and Order Criminal Intent with oh. Vincent D'Onofrio. Dun, dun. So I'm guessing that's where that link came in. And then lastly, we have quote unquote agent. That's why I was an agent played by Bo Bodie. Um, he's only got two credits as an actor, but he's made his career as a composer for TV and film. He's done um, oh. mm-hmm. uh, such uh, 
show that he was responsible for the uh, composing and music in Netflix's uh, Glow series, which is about oh. the female oh, wrestling. Yeah, yeah the, the wrestling show that had no wrestling. Yeah. You wonder why it got canceled. Yeah, I was going to say, did you guys watch that at all? I loved but, it. Yeah. I loved, I loved yeah. the first season, fantastic. Second season, okay. Third season, I'm like, where's I, the wrestling? There's I no start, wrestling. I started the third season, and then I got like two, three episodes in, and I, I got sidetracked. Now. All, yeah. all it is that is just, it. you know... God damn it. I know I'm going to get hammered for this, but I just want to say it. <laughs> it just seems like so many shows these days are just shoehorning in gay storylines. Mm. It's it just, and they did the same thing with glow. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, uh, and this, you can look at the history of glow. The, the, it's a real thing that happened. Exactly. Yeah. It's and it's look, like, yeah. they're just like, and now this character's gay. It's like, no, they weren't. <laughs> they weren't. You're just doing it to, you know, have a PC woke moment, which is fine. But when it's, Historically inaccurate. What 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 are we doing? Yeah, exactly. you know, you're just making. It's like, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> um, he also did uh, Hot Wet American Summer ten years later and Hot Wet American oh. Summer first day at camp. Oh, uh, he come did on the now. HBO. I think it was HBO show series Hung. Uh, he's the music for Don't Trust the Bee in Apartment Twenty Three, Fresh Off the Boat, and this movie, and then a bunch of other stuff. But those are some of the bigger name things that people might recognize that he's been responsible for the music for but but we don't see his face really in this whole movie right uh, he's carson it, right yeah he's okay, carson yeah. We yeah. See, like, you his see his face a little bit yeah, yeah. Or, plus, a hot yeah. minute yeah like a second guys yeah yeah you so. motherfuckers <laughs> <laughs> i think that's his line and that's <laughs> it <laughs> all right so um now before we get into the movie before the, we start recording we had a little conversation about this um, we because, had a shit fest. Uh, <laughs> like we, we we almost quit the podcast. Um, because this is True. a musical, uh, there is a shit ton of songs and music in this movie. More um, than is more, more than is acceptable. Yeah, yeah. it really is. Um, so, that. and most of it, like ninety nine point nine percent of it, is all bad. Um, so <laughs> instead of playing each and every song. Like we did for like Anna and the Apocalypse because or Rocktober Blood. Uh, we're going to, I might play one or two clips of some of the more important parts, but overall each song, I'm probably going to skip over. We're going to, we might talk about it briefly, but I'm not going to play it. But if you want to hear the music, I am going to attach all the audio files I captured, all the songs at the very end of the episode. So once we get to the, you know, watch more horror movies, keep it tight and sign off. If you want to hear the music, it'll be plugged at the end of after that sign off at the end of the episode so if you really want to go back and hear what this music sounds like and see how bad it is or judge for yourself that's where you can hear it all otherwise we're just going to kind of skip skip over it or uh maybe do something else so if you're an albino monk assassin who wants to self-flog like a dan brown novel listen to the end of it then instead of flogging yourself listen to the end it'll probably be this probably be more painful to listen to the end and have all those songs at once then to self-flashlate yourself yeah. or if you're a big fan of nickelback or other really <laughs> crappy indie type uh early 2000s bands oh, who all sounded the same if you're a big fan of that or like creed creed yeah but i mean i do emo. like some creed i don't want i don't want this will wrap your out yeah if you're an emo it, like man. a like a crunchy this emo. This is the playlist not like, not for like, you. Not like a hipster wearing no. eyeliner, you know, dyeing your hair pink <laughs> emo person. No, like you wear f- dirty flannel shirts from the, you know, thrift store, crunchy emo style. 
Yeah. We, we just stereotyped a lot of people, but I don't Fuck know. it. <laughs> terrible. You guys. We're putting everyone in a box. Everyone's in a box with this label. Don't <laughs> label put me in a box, I want to keep them neatly on my shelf. So we got to keep everything nice and neat, okay? Don't put me in a box, Marshall. Don't get messy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so with that explained, here we go. Here's where we're going to go. We're starting with the movie. So we open with the credits, after which we see a blood-covered blonde girl staggering and limping through a forest. She gets grabbed from behind by a man in black. We cut to the title card where we hear her scream, accompanied by the sounds of being stabbed. Uh, and then we cut back to the girl who's now laying face down with copious amounts of blood just pouring out of her. And then we just cut to a close-up of... Nick, who is our main character, his eyes, while we hear some pretentious, artsy voiceover about oh, Eye of the Storm, and I, you know what, I don't even know what the, I He's, didn't write this, it's so pretentious and like whiny, arty shit that it's like, what, I'm just moving on. It's it, poetic. It's, 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 they don't see, they don't see, but they will, when the storm comes and holds their soul. It's not the eye of the storm, but the storm in the eye, or something, like some weird shit like that. Their feet touch the sand. And it squishes through you. <laughs> it feels grody. No, like, <laughs> but that goes on too long, and it's just a close-up of his eyes. And I'm like, oh, right off the bat, I was like, okay, we started with something kind of interesting. The girl walking, copious uh-huh. bloods, okay. And there then all of a sudden we get this. I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know how to feel. This is like his first bulgy eye shot, too. Yeah. Like, this is the first time we first get to see the Elijah Wood bulgy <laughs> eye look. <laughs> Number one. So... After that, we, we should have a bulgy eye count. Now we meet our main group of guys. We have Johnny, the Asian guy, Carlo, Anton, Robbie, and and we already have Nick. They're all bandmates. They're driving in a van down this heavy forested road on their way to go camping for the weekend. Uh, Johnny is the drummer. Carlo plays guitar. Robbie plays bass and is blind. He's the blind guy. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, Anton plays the keyboard and some weird little air powered keyboard that he has to blow oh, into. Oh, uh, that's the like, melodica. Mel- thank you. I could not think it's, of the name. Or you could call it a harmona board. And oh. you know who owns one of those? Me, baby. And, when I first, <laughs> <laughs> and I can play it. And when I first well, saw this, I was like, oh, I'm totally bringing that and I'm playing the harmona board. But then I hate, uh, I have feelings about this movie, <laughs> and so I chose not to bring it. Man, I would. I wish you would have brought that. You know what? We're stopping right now. Sarah's gonna run home. Her harmonica board, melodica, melodica, and then we'll be back and she'll play it for us. So we'll be back in just a moment. I wish I could have. I know. Amazing. So the only time I've ever seen that before is one band called Hardfy, and they had a. You know, they were a one-hit wonder band in the early 90s, or early 2000s, like, at the same time that Bravery was around. Mm-hmm. But, uh, and I saw him at Mississippi Nights. Rest oh, in peace. Oh, rest in peace. But, uh, yeah, he, he, he was he was a singer. And he'd go, <laughs> the only time I ever saw one of those was an episode of Bob's Burgers. Where this kid, oh, I love Bob's Burgers. <laughs> where this hipster kid who delivered, like, sandwiches on his moped had one, and it, uh, Tina was in love with him. I always wanted so to play wild. it. So wild. Jo- Jonathan so, Batiste plays one all the time. And then a lot of other musicians, like local musicians who are pianists, they put them in their, in their music. So I wish you would have brought it. Dang it, I'm sorry. I, I can play like there. Happy Birthday and Eye of the Tiger. <laughs> <laughs> Such two. I want to go do songs. Know. Happy <laughs> Birthday and <laughs> Eye of the Tiger. <laughs> They're both pretty easy. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, 
Man, we can't wait to talk about this movie, can right? we? I know, we're talking about everything else. <laughs> uh, so anyway, then Nick is the frontman singer, and he looks like, he, he also plays some guitar as well, but he looks, he's fucking emo as shit. Uh, he looks like he should be in like the My Chemical Romance or The Used, if you know those bands are, because he's just I got more hipster. Fucking emo. I got hipster. Hipster? Dude, yeah, he I wears got... all black. He's got that black as night, blo- dyed Oh, black that guy. Hair. Yeah. Okay, my bad. Yeah. My bad. I just like, thought the rest of the. I'm thinking of the lead singer. Never mind. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. Nick. Nick's the fucking emo guy with black hair who wears yeah, all right. black. Um, so. Skinny jeans. Uh, anyway, they're using this cami trip. Nick hopes will. That will inspire the group to write great music for their new album. Uh, while they drive, they all start singing along to this shitty country Christian oh. song about being in love with a man. And the whole joke is, is that it turns out to be Jesus. <laughs> and they all are singing and playing along. And it's... I kind of liked it. <laughs> That's like the one part of the show, like movie, I actually kind of like, like, oh, Jesus. <laughs> you got me. He's like, I'm in love with a man. And I don't care who knows. Who knows? He's got... <laughs> Big blue eyes and a big old beard. Beautiful hair. And the funny thing is, he loves you just as much as he loves me. His name is Jesus. Yes, yes. <laughs> and, uh, I actually liked it. I was like, that's okay. Well, right on. <laughs> here's a fun fact. The person who wrote and sung that song is King Peng himself, Mr. Vincent D'Onofrio. No oh, shit. Was the one singing that song on the I radio. I tried to find out some trivia about that song because I was like, this is weird and intriguing. Why would they put this song right here and have these these guys singing along to yeah, this? Like, what is weird, the, it's like, like they, it's one of those songs like they, we, they like this song ironically or right. something like that. So, <laughs> but I Jesus. actually kind of thought it was fun. It's pretty you know? funny. It's yeah. funny. Yeah. Here's you know? the music they play and sing later. It's nothing totally like different. what they would be into or do. Well, maybe Vincent should just stick with the right? songwriting. <laughs> <Right>. like, maybe. <laughs> maybe he could be like the next Steve Martin. And like to, you know, get into a little banjo. God. That's a great reference, but I imagine no one gets that. Oh, come on. <laughs> um, so Nick is all about staying focused on his music with no distractions. So he's like, you know, no no booze, no girls, no drug, nothing this weekend. And he ends up basically throws Johnny's bag of weed out the window as they drive down the highway. Oh, just man. boop, there it goes. And there's yeah. a lot of weed in that bag. Yeah, he's just like, hey, man, it's not going to be a total waste this weekend because we're going to be alone in the woods. I got weed. And he's like, let me see that weed, man. Yeah. Throws out the window. Out the window. And I'm thinking... Okay, I'd be like, stop, truck, <laughs> stop, <laughs> put me out. Yeah, I'm done. I'm out. I'll, I'll, I'll hitchhike back. I'm done. <laughs> and that's just one of many, many. moments where <laughs> oh, I'd be like, I'm out. Yeah, just I'm like out. we need a bulge eye counter, we need a time where I'd be like, I'm out. out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out counter. Yeah, I agree with you on that one. I, I I thought the same thing. So they finally arrive at this forest. They park their van, load up all their camping gear and instruments. And then start their hike up into the woods. And I thought to myself, this is going to make Marshall happy. <laughs> because they're actually showing uh-huh. the crew hike in their stuff. Yes. Like, and they're way down. They got coolers. They got Pants equipment. They got, bags. they're just, it, it's proper hiking gear. And I'm like, Mar- I bet Marshall's going, <laughs> thanks. Thank <laughs> you. Finally. Because <laughs> every horror movie ever, like where they're going camping, they're like in a tiny car. And they just all of a sudden show up at camp, and it's a full camp. And Marshall loses his shit every time. I remember that. I know that about you. Yeah. No, no. I earned correct. I was like, okay, at least they're actually hauling equipment up. But I'm like, instruments? Like, they're hauling up, not just like... You see him haul... Like, some people have a scene bag. Some people have a backpack. And then you see people hauling up like, drum sets and keyboards and amps and guitar. I'm like, 
What? And but an electric bass. Electric. I have a comment on that one yeah, later. Yeah, so do I. Um, <laughs> so hmm, um, they also mentioned that their now very recent ex-manager is probably going to be trying to come find them and join them, even though apparently Nick just fired uh, their manager, Carson, because like he's not coming. I don't want him coming by fire him, but he's probably going to come anyway because he can't get the hint that we fired him. So Nick is making a lot of decisions for the band without consulting yeah. them. Yeah, he yeah. is he's, kind of a tyrant. He's, he's like, we're going to go and we're going to, you know, I'm throwing your weed out the window. Oh, yeah, by the way, I fired the agent who's going to get us a record deal and... You know, this is I'm running the show here. He's, yeah, he's your like tips, a, he's your stereotypical front man. A, a it's tyrant, all about me. I'm the singer. Tyrant is a great way of putting it. What I yeah. say goes. Um, again, here Nick lays down the hammer about not wanting any distractions. Takes he takes everyone's phone, all their cell phones, and any booze they have on them, and tells them no women are coming either tonight. It's Ugh. just about the music. Captain Buzzkill. Yeah. Jesus. Um, and then as that's that number two. I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> uh, as they move on, they do pass the sign that's fine. says, "Don't go in the woods." They, you're like, well, creepy. That'd be a cool album name. Yeah. That'd be a cool album cover. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was the thing. They were gonna take a picture with their cell phone, and then he like he was like, "Oh, dude, give me the phone. No phones." Mm-hmm. And they're like, "What? Are you serious?" Like, yeah. That's what I'm <laughs> out. Sorry, I'm out. Um, eventually, they reach a camping spot and they start setting up their their camp and all their gear. Uh, we cut to their ex manager Carson. He's lost in the woods with all of his camping gear. He's a big old hiking backpack on. He's trying to find them. Uh, while, while at the same time trying to call him on his Blackberry, but he's not getting any signal. And Blackberry. That's the I was going to say, yeah. oh, Blackberries. Um, yeah, there's a lot of flip phoneage in this. Uh, yeah. yeah. In this I, I actually looked up still. cell phones in oh, 2010, yeah. and the iPhone 4 just came out. Yep. You know, so I'm like, okay, there are smartphones, but I remember rocking that. I think it was called the Samsung Rugby. Oh, which yeah. was a flip phone that was like construction that worthy. It's like you could throw it against the wall, put it in a glass of water. You know, it was like indestructible. Sweet. Yeah, that was that was my phone. And then, but everyone else had an iPhone. I'm like, that looks pretty cool. Everybody <laughs> on this trip should have had one of those yeah. phones. Marshall's still rocking. Like... Marshall's still rocking that iPhone four. Hey, yeah. hey, it's not a phone. It is a special edition, by the way. It's the <laughs> SE. Ooh, uh, I had that phone. That's the, that was my first smartphone but i didn't get it until like 2011 my first like, smartphone not doing was it. the it was like the evo or something like that mm-hmm. Gal- is, is that Galaxy, phone 10 years old Galaxy Evo how old is something that like phone that. i don't know that, how old that one is uh but i remember before that like 2010 like i had like the, the i remember like uh I, like the slider it wasn't a flip phone it was yes, like the, the, the sidekick now, it wasn't a sidekick but, but a sidekick like, s yeah yeah, yeah yeah it was like about that about the same size that phone and it's you had one point that slid up and there was oh, a keyboard underneath yes. i had one of those yep I love that. That was actually a really great phone. I like that one. Uh, anyway. I'm going to confiscate. <laughs> Again, want to talk about other things. <laughs> Guys, I'm going to confiscate your phones because we cannot focus. <laughs> we cannot focus. Focus. Nick would be shitting himself right now. Um, Bulgy, look at you. I'm going to shoot you. Over my uh, at this point, Nick and Carlo go off to get together firewood. Uh, they find an old hunting shack, which Nick tells Carlo, like, hey, this forest, this area is littered with them. They're all over the place. Uh, inside, they find an axe, which they use to start chopping firewood. After chopping up some wood, Nick then takes out a cell phone and chops a cell phone in half with an axe. Um, and I'm like, whoa, wait, what the shit, man? Because this is my I'm out moment, too. Because like, if someone took out my cell phone, put it on a chopping block and chopped it in half or sort of the fucking axe, I'm like, I'm done. I'm out. That's it. And I'm probably punching that person in the face uh-huh. for destroying my phone because they ain't cheap. I would have punched him for throwing my weed out of the window. Right. Like, you know, that shit ain't cheap either. <laughs> so on top of that, um, but Carl, instead of, at first, like, Carl's like, what the fuck, man? And he's like, 
He's like, yeah, I said no phones. And he's like, oh, okay. okay. So he dumps the rest of the phone down. Carlo then takes the axe and just obliterates all the rest all the of the phones. phones. All the phones. And now he's on some kind of like psychopath high because he's not done with just destroying the phones. For some idiotic, retarded reason, he takes off his fucking Chuck Taylor, <laughs> puts it on, and chops his shoe to pieces with an axe for no reason whatsoever. He just cuts his shoe apart and destroys it. And he's like, Why'd you do that? He's like, Oh no. Oh no. Yeah. It's like, How are you going to get back? Oh no. <laughs> Why'd you write that into the movie? Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. So we go back to Anton who goes off to take a piss. And the whole point of this is as he walks back to the campsite, oh, yeah. we see a man in camouflage holding a hunting rifle, squatting down and leaning up against a tree that yeah. Anton walks by. Dover sees him. Stat- That's it. Statuesque. Yes. Just, yeah, very statuesque. It just looks like he's posing. You know, mm-hmm. I'm, like, I'm like, wait, is he supposed to be scary? Or just like an actual hunter who's just trying to keep himself still so that the, he can get a pheasant. Yeah, know? that's like I thought the same thing. Like, well, that's okay because he's not looking at you. He's not like watching Anton. He's like, no, mm, he's not he's watching just, him. He just like squatted against a tree, holding his rifle, like yeah, staying I'm, very still. He's like, it's hunt, I'm trying to hunt some rabbit or something. Like right, that. right. Oh, we're footing it or something. Oh, if I was a hunter and some guy's smashing cell phones, be like, <laughs> shut up, God damn it! Well, You're right, ruining that was my two life. different areas. So the, the hunters <laughs> didn't know about the yeah, yeah. That was somewhere else. Um, I'm confused by the hunter. Yeah, I was very confused by the hunter. Um, at this point, Carson finds this odd, yet kind of cool-looking teepee structure that's made from like mm. long, skinny trees that are just kind of all bunched up and bound together. Um, and it begins to rain at this point, and uh, rain begins to fall. Carson decides to take a peek inside. As he's squatting down, the camera shifts behind him and just goes like this, like quickly like the camera just runs up real quick behind carlo from and then it just cuts the black so it's, it's what okay um, and you hear like this weird feedback sound like wee, wee, yeah wee. yeah and i was it's, like is every death gonna have like feedback and, 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 and like, was it a death i mean yeah well, yeah we, we don't, don't really know, know. it's just we like the camera just rushes them and cuts the black the only point but i guess whatever that structure was it was kind of cool looking it's like wooden yeah. Yeah. T, tree tp thing kind of cool well i don't did i don't know if you mentioned but Who's the Eric? No, Eric. Eric, yeah. He's no. Who's the lead singer guy? Nick. Nick. Sorry. See, I don't even know. (laughs) (laughs) That disposable. Nick. uh, He mentioned that he and his brother used to come out in the woods all the time. Yeah, I skipped that part for here. That's how he knew about it because he. Oh, me and my brother, we used to come out here and play wiffle ball. Like, yeah, in the middle of the woods. The <laughs> There's nowhere to run. There's a bay. Like, who plays? Yeah, in the middle of this heavily wooded, like, dense oh. forest. Yeah, we came out and play wiffle ball, man. When's the last Obviously, time? he's not an athlete. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> wiffle ball. When's the last time you guys were out here? I don't know. We were like eight or nine. Like, <laughs> what are you, 30? Yeah, like, right. <laughs> they were not. 30. I think they're supposed to be college. I think they're 20s, to be, early yeah. 20s, yeah. yeah. Um, so. At that point, yeah, we we uh, we go back to the campsite where you might. We just saw Carson at the teepee tree. Rain's coming down. We go back to the campsite. No fucking rain whatsoever. <laughs> uh, blind Robbie keeps messing with others throughout this, at this point. He, he, it's happened several times right by Glossop, but he's like, "Hey, did you guys hear that?" And he keeps freaking people like saying he hears something. But there's nothing there because he's blind, so he hears things better. So he has fucking supersonic he, hearing. He's like fucking Daredevil or something. This right? is about, yeah. Uh, 
and that's the whole thing. Like, he, he does that several times. Uh, here's something. <laughs> I just got gotcha. Um, Carlo. Nothing. Uh, we go. Car- he steps on this large piece of broken glass on his way back to camp, which cuts into his foot. Because of course, why not? Because he doesn't have a shoe on. Um, and then we cut to some. Here we go. We cut to this shitty song and montage of the band setting up their tents and instruments. Um, night falls. The band sits around playing and singing this like really shitty song that kicks off the montage. Um, mm. After the song, I'm trying to remember if this is uh, in my notes where this is. Uh, I'm looking back and forth, and Marshall and Sarah have pages and pages of notes. <laughs> I don't even know why. Like, I don't even. <laughs> what, what? I'm like, I'm sitting here just going, Mm-mm. I think I'm gonna make myself another drink. You guys look at your notes. I'm gonna get drunk. Um, Sweet. So, so now we we, we cue some shitty song uh, that and a montage of the band setting up their tents and instruments. Uh, this song is basically done by Blind Robbie. Uh, I didn't record because it, it's really short and doesn't really matter. But basically, Night Falls at this point. The band sits around playing and singing the uh, same shitty song that kicked off the montage. After that song finally ends, Nick tells them, sits around tells them the story or the legend of the Wendigo, which I'm not going to go into that. Uh, it's just story about cannibals and how you eat, you eat somebody, you become a Wendigo. Um, Google it. Basically, if you ever play the game, if you ever play the PlayStation game until dawn, that horror game, it's an awesome game. I highly recommend. If you haven't, it's basically the same thing, same as the Wendigo. Um, spoilers. Sorry, the games are like. I just know the Wendigo from Marvel. Comics. Marvel Comics Wendigo. Yeah. yeah, that one's different Wendigo, but yeah. Um, He's so, a villain that you have to fight in the X Men video game. Yes, he is in the X yeah. arcade game. Yeah, yes, yes. The big white monster Wendigo. Yeah. Uh, and that's right before Magneto comes. I think he says, "Welcome to die." Welcome to die. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> we talk about that. Yeah, I'd rather talk about that. That game's awesome. <laughs> uh, anyway, shortly after uh, the story, Robbie again says, "Hey, I hear something in the woods." Uh, and this time he's right. As several lights start popping up, and we see four or five, six people wearing these those creepy, like clear plastic Halloween masks approaching. Can't like just the ones that make look like an old person, yeah. mm-hmm. or there's you see them. They're just kind clear plastic, yeah. transparent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Sweet Alice. There was a oh, uh, they yeah, were using Sweet Alice. Yeah, that's it. Thank you. I've never actually knew the term for that's that. It. Um, so, but it turns turns out it's just the guys' girlfriend slash fuck buddies slash groupies trying to scare them. I was so disappointed because like that was a scene that they showed in the trailer. Yeah. If they wouldn't have put that in the trailer, it actually would have been maybe a suspenseful moment because it really was like the way they shot it was like oh cool the lighting. Yeah. I but I that. watched the trailer, so I was like, oh, it's just the chicks. They <laughs> oh, show shit. up to party. Yeah. <laughs> um, party. So, of course, uh, Nick. Nick isn't fucking happy about this. Having a little bitch oh, fit. He's man. having a bitch fit. Uh, because the girls brought him with booze. And they brought the fun. They, they brought did. the fun. The girls brought the fun. They brought, you know, they're, they're, they're down to party. They got booze. They got drinks. They want to sing. They want to have a good time. And Nick is, but just Nick's a, all fucking emo. But heard about it. He's, mm-hmm. he's, but because he's fucking emo, here's Nick's song. This isn't from the musical. Oh. <laughs> this is just Nick's theme song. <laughs> I just want to throw this in for flavor. This sounds better than the song. <laughs> <please. laughs> I wish this was in the song or in the movie. <laughs> Yeah, that's be good to listen to. Who is this? 
This is uh, a band I used to, an uh, indie band I discovered years ago when I was going to shows at like the old Creepy Crawl and stuff like that. It's got a band called Patent Pending. Nice. And they're really, I enjoy it. So, is this an emo song? I think well, it's kind of Nick's theme song, so I throw it in. That's funny. Um, anyway, at this point, Johnny starts, <laughs> he pulls out the bongo, he starts playing the bongos. Well, the bongos come out immediately. Yeah, immediately. The ladies love the bongos. <laughs> and Nick. To, you know he's all mopey and shitty he starts wandering off from camp with his guitar he starts playing and singing some song about how he's an ice age and he's frozen and holy fuck is nick goddamn whiny um so here is the first actual song from the movie yeah. that i actually recorded of nick singing this i just call it ice age song uh but here is your actual song in the first real sense of how this is going bulgy eyes number two yeah. <laughs> so here he is. He's wandering away from the campsite and everybody else singing. On the verge of an ice age, I am frozen, but still twitching. <laughs> <laughs> And the, after this part, when we start singing, it sounds like he's just getting a hand job. Oh my god. <laughs> yes. <clears throat> it's coming up. It just like makes these weird grunty noises. Here you go. Marshall knows the time. He's getting a rough five knuckle shuffle. He's like, should it stop? Should it keep going? She's uh, 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 uh. this kind of feels good, but it kind of hurts. Uh. Is this supposed to show like his descent into like some craziness? Well, this is, like, this is, what this, is it? At this point, I'm 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 starting to realize. What the fuck was that song? Uh, did it move? Is this supposed to be a musical? Because it didn't move the story thank you. forward. No, that's no. exactly what my next block of notes is it, about. It doesn't, it's not doing anything for the story. I'm like, it's, we just had like a mini music video right. yeah, that's section. It. And, and it, it didn't awful. have anything to do with the girls coming. Like, uh, like that song you played about him being an emo bummer is more accurate yes. for moving the story forward than this actual song that's in a I musical sense. Yes. Exactly. And we all have that same note. I wrote the exact same thing. Because unlike and the Apocalypse, which is had like 12, 13 songs oh first gosh, throughout the whole thing. And, and most of them were bangers. They, yeah. they yeah. are bangers. Yeah. But they're, they're, one, they're all good. Uh, especially the fish rap. I was just That might be the one song that doesn't event. But all the other oh, songs are pertinent to what's going on at that time the week, yeah. or they advance the story they advance character development they they advance the plot they're, they're integrated into the story these every song in this movie just kills the flow of what happens mm -hmm. and just like here's a random song that really has no meaning on mm -hmm. the plot the story it doesn't advance anything at all and on top of that almost every single person 
in the cast has some form of song or solo. Yes. And uh-huh. like 90% of them are terrible, in my opinion. They're not very good singers. Well, at least. They're trying to write, Marshall. They're like aspiring <laughs> artists. They have to like, we're, you just got to put yourself out there. Sometimes you just have to light a fire and pray to the songwriting gods. Yes. That's a legit quote later in this movie. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. I <laughs> <laughs> I'm feeling inspired. So, Let's make a record deal. <laughs> uh, Nick is back, uh, you know, in his tent, being all, you know, uh, being all fucking emo again. <laughs> <laughs> um, so and, and, and he's moping because the girls crash his creative safe space if you will that's a great way of putting it yeah that's exactly what it <laughs> um, is his girlfriend ex, I don't know his girl Ashley joins him in the tent and tries to cheer him up but again he's pretty much just you know like being an asshole yeah. I, I don't want you here uh, so again yeah. and he just takes his guitar and leaves she's like you doing honey what you doing in here like her voice to me is so annoying too like i'm all for her because you know she's obviously in an abusive relationship (laughs) and no one's told her but like (laughs) she needs to back (laughs) off (laughs) she's again it's that college girl like i I, you know i'm i'm attached Uh, to the the lead singer of this band i'm just so in love with them that she's blind to all of his faults and all bad everything is really she's that Whoopi him. Goldberg moment in Ghost when it's like listen you in danger girl <laughs> get out of these woods right <laughs> so everyone else sits around the fire drinking laughing having a good time uh, some of the other girls are Melinda Melinda the tall brunette and then Melinda's French exchange student quote unquote friend who can't speak English <laughs> Uh, there's a short-haired Asian girl whose name, I believe, is Georgie. Uh, and oh, then yeah. there's She's like for two seconds, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then there's like three blondes whose names I don't think we ever get, or nor does it matter. No, no. thank you, Rock. It doesn't matter. No. And then there's the slightly chubbier cheek girl with curly hair. And that's all you really need to know. <laughs> that's basically the rest of our She's cast. She's a tall girl. She's a tall. Melinda's really water. tall. You're yeah. talking about the other one. You're talking about the. He's talking about the redhead. The uh, uh, it's more brownish auburn. Yeah. I, I didn't call her redhead, but darker auburn brown. I'm girl. not gonna lie, guys. When they started playing music, I fast forward. <laughs> <laughs> and you know oh, how you long this movie is? About you, 20 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> so there's characters I may not even know about. Yeah. Um, so the band plays. There was another... a baby in it. There was a. Did you know? Did you see that baby? That was like some. <laughs> Um, this, the band starts playing this another crappy song. This one's by Robbie, who leaves again, and uh, it's all about a groupie. It, it's about I just call it groupie. <laughs> it's about the backstage groupie life or something like that. Um, again, we have to listen to this song in its entirety in the movie. It's like a four minute long song. It oh, is. Yeah. Uh, again, this is one I'm not going to play here. If you want to listen, it'll be at the end of the episode. I'm skipping over it. As soon as that song's over. Georgie takes the guitar and she starts playing and singing mm. now. So it's less than two seconds after one song ends, we get another one. Luckily, hers is fairly short, but I'm just all I'm saying is it's so fuck. It slows down the movie so much. And seriously, from this point on, this very point here to pretty much the end of the movie, it's just song after fucking song after fucking song. None of them, like we said earlier, have, have anything to do with the plot. Or move the story along. It just, hey, let's just stop and have a song every like 30 seconds to a minute after the previous one ends. 
Um, do you remember me bitching about my neighbors, my hippie neighbors, and how they played music in the background in the backyard during yeah. the pandemic? Yes. And we live in like St. Louis City proper, <laughs> so you know they're right next door. There's no room between the houses. I mean, we're kind of on top of each other, and they're in the back with a full fucking upright bass, a banjo, a fucking fiddle. Oh. Goddamn, someone's playing spoons. Wow. <laughs> and I went out there raging like the ultimate warrior, like shaking the fence, like stop playing, like. Freaking them all out. <laughs> That's these people. But they, at least they have the common courtesy to go into the woods. Yeah. <laughs> Did I not tell you about no. this? God. I look like the crazy old man. Because they're all in like their early 20s. And I got my gray fucking hair. I think I was literally wearing a bathrobe. I'm not kidding. But I just went. I was drunk. <laughs> and I'm like, it's one of the fucking morning on a Tuesday. My baby's trying to sleep. <laughs> just losing my shit. And then I see these fucks and I'm just like, ah, I'm like cracking my knuckles like like fucking ogre from Revenge of the Nerds is bursting through my seams. Yeah. Oh. God. Sorry, everybody. I did not. I'll tell you all about it later. It's okay. horrible. As soon as Georgie finishes her song, uh, the cute blonde girl in the blue shirt just gets up and decides she's leaving and well, storms off back to their car to go find a motel to stay in. And Georgie goes after her. Well, that's because there was a lot of, like, eye-banging going on at the fire between, like, one of the Carlo. dudes. Carlo. Yeah, Carlo and, like, On, other the chick girl. with the nose ring. The other. Yeah, there's, like, there's, like <laughs> eye-banging each other. And apparently, Blonde and Blue was Carlo's girlfriend or ex-girlfriend or recent ex, and she he's eye-banging his other blonde. <laughs> so she's just like, I'm out of here. I'm leaving. And... So as Blonde Girl and Blue and Georgie head back through the woods, um, they sing the groupie song again, Ugh. only this time Blonde Girl and Blue, she starts singing her solo song about how Carlo makes her feel so small. And she it's basically just changing the words from the groupie song to fit her uh, her how, attitude or whatever. However, it's the only song that does move. The story, or has something to yes, do with what's happening. Yes, yeah. it, I, what the, and she's like the only girl who can actually sing. Like she has a pretty yes. decent voice. So this is one I'm actually going to play, so you can actually hear a good singer. And kind of, uh, here's, <laughs> here's this a good bit. singer. Yeah, <laughs> here's this bit. <laughs> here's this bit. <laughs> has something to do with the character. Right. Yeah. Yeah. This is what a musical does. It sings what you would normally say. Yes. Like. Yeah. See, this is a musical part. Yeah. This is the actual. This is the only musical part in this whole movie. They're like trekking through the woods with lanterns. Yeah. With um, gigantic, gigantic <laughs> lanterns. I was like, oh, that's a Coleman. That's a good lantern. Yeah, the 
this is this is the only song that's yeah. musical because she's walking through the woods. She's talking about how she's scared. She's looking for a car. She's pissed off at Carlo. Is there something in the woods? Is, and now he's gonna make me scared. But no one else does anything like this. And then the best, the line, this one. Will I survive these woods? Oh my god, it's planned back to an actual horror movie that's supposed to be happening in this. But it's so that's the only instance of an actual kind of musical mm-hmm. number in a music in, in this whole movie. Yeah. <sighs> and Pugu can actually sing. The rest of them are not great. Um so <laughs> I bet you anything these guys are actual music. I'm sure they're actual musicians. And they're like oh, yeah. I'm just gonna play my song, man. Well, listen, Nick, or actor portraying Nick, we need to move the story forward. And do something. No way, dude. I'm only playing the songs I want to play. It's like, great. You told me that I would get album. Right. And that I would get some album exposure in this movie, Vincent. Right. <laughs> Vincent. <laughs> uh, so the two of them make it back to the car. The blonde girl gets in the driving seat. P.S. Where is this vehicle parked? <laughs> I'm it's no like fucking in the nowhere. Of nowhere. Don't it's you think they, they would? Because they even say they're like, "Oh, we followed you all the way from B- Brooklyn. That's how we got yeah. out here." Don't you think they would have parked next near to their the van? van? Yes. <laughs> no. Thank you. They're in the middle of like a, a, a grassy a field, like a glassy, yeah. small grassy field. That's a great point. <laughs> yes. If they go. followed them, oh. they should be parked right next or behind the van that the guys came in. But nowhere to be seen is that van. Um, so the blonde girl in blue gets in the driver's seat. Uh, and Jordy sticks her hand and says, hey, I got to go pee real quick. And she disappears into the darkness. So Blondie and Blue sitting there in the car waiting. And that's when the car gets attacked by some unseen assailant. <laughs> uh, whatever it is seems to be up on the roof of the, the car, banging around, shaking the car. The girl's screaming. Suddenly all the noises stop. And all is quiet for a moment. And then, bam, crash! The windshield starts shattering and getting hit by something that we can't see. Uh, Blondie continues to scream out for help. Uh, and then we see this bloody, severed leg drop down the hood of the car. Uh. Blondie and Blue finally decide it's time to start, try to start the car. Because, <laughs> yeah, now is when she finally decides to start it. But guess what? It don't fucking start. Because nope. ding, ding, ding. Not. You know it's not. You know our theme song. You know it. You love it. You know. Uh, and then, so, she right starts. At, look- right at this moment, this is when a 2B commercial happened for me. Yeah. By the way. <laughs> it was like, the leg, the leg hit, the, hit the hood it's of like, the car. Bam, and then it was like. Join AT&T yes! today. <laughs> yes, 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 thank you. Oh my God, it wasn't just me. The, the, the ads on Tubi were at the most inopportune times. Like right when anything dramatic happened, ad. It was so bad. So right. It's so funny. God damn it. Stupid free streaming. Of course, I would have been pissed if I would have had to pay for that. Right? <laughs> That's the only saving grace is Tubi. Fine, Tubi. So, um, anyway, the car is starting. She looks over as uh, uh-huh. and she kind of looks over, and then the driver's side window window just gets shattered, blackout. Uh, and I think this is where I got my ad was right after this blackout. Oh, see that. Um, and then that's it. That's it. And then we go ad, and then we go back to the camp, <laughs> which maybe was like I really want to. When they put in the ad, did we? Did they? Missed something? Was right. anything cut out? But we don't know. We, we don't, don't know. know. Yeah. We just go back to the camp, and we two we see two shadowy figures walk by the camp as everyone else is sleeping in their tents. Um, the next morning, Nick, still being an asshole, 
forces everyone awake by banging on pots of pans and spraying them with beer. And that's when I'd be like, I'm out. Out number four. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm out. Uh... But we did get a really great shot of uh, the one Asian guy's, like, really horrible drawn-on tattoos. That's the other thing. Everybody has not real tattoos. They made it a point to make these people look real hardcore by drawing tattoos onto their bodies. Sharpie-inspired. Who else had tattoos other than Johnny? Uh, The other short-haired Asian chick. Remember? Oh, George. Her tattoo is the worst. That was supposed to be her mom. There's one point when Anto was like, Ooh, who's that on your arm? She's hot. And Joy's like, that's my mom. I want to be just like her when I grow up. And she looks like she's on a fucking, might as well be on a stripper pole. It's just horrible table. This, this girl with giant tits and like a little cut off, like little t-shirt. It's like, yeah, I want to be just like her when I grow up. <laughs> Maybe mom made good. Maybe mom made Maybe good mom money. Who knows? Just put her through college. Mom made that bank. Right? <laughs> They're living in Brooklyn. It's not cheap. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh, it's fine. Um, he sprayed the beard, everybody, yes. and he's acting like an asshole. Anton, Again. at this point, because Nick's like, everything's got to go. So Anton volunteers, basically, to take the girls back to their car, walking through the woods, getting back to their car. Um, on the way back, the girls just get freaked out when they see a hunter's perch up in a tree. No hunter with a gun. Nobody, just the perch. And they're like, oh, my God. That's a... That's freaky. That's creepy. It's just a chair attached to a fucking tree and act like it's the scariest thing in the world. It's that weird high horse moment of like city versus rural, mm-hmm. you know, and it's like, you know, if you live out in the middle of nowhere, yeah, sometimes it's kind of hard to grow a grocery store. You know what's easy? Going out in the woods, sitting in a chair for a couple hours, killing Bambi, and then taking home some, you know, 400 pounds of meat that you don't have to, like, you don't have to worry about, you know, hunting again. It, it's it's definitely a weird, like, you know, this, this city versus rural moment. <clears throat> Well, that I'm trying to make something out of nothing, I guess. Yeah, they're they're <laughs> trying to make well, they're trying to make something out of nothing because yeah. the two shadowy figures that like peeped on them in their tents or whatever in the, the night were the hunters. Yeah, they kept showing, so they keep alluding to the fact that something's really crazy with these hunters. The hunters are watching you. Right. The thing is, the hunters didn't really peep on them. They didn't like they didn't walk up to the camp like peek in their tent. Or, they just they looked just, over. They just walked by, and that was it. That was the whole scene. Um. So, yeah, but they're really trying to uh, hype this up, I guess. They do flash to uh, the bloody sledgehammer being dragged upon the ground at this point, yeah, too. Yeah, there's like a quick shot. Like, it's a weird shot. flash. Yeah, a weird but again, flash like of that's a sledgehammer. It. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> back at the camp, the rest of the guys sit around and talk about Carlo's fucked up foot. Uh, Nick, of course, <laughs> just wants him to play his song. Like, fuck your foot. Play me a song now. Dude. Yeah. Nick, I feel, is the type like this is what you get when you've never been punched, oh, man. or or like never been disciplined hard by your folks, yes. or really never been in trouble. Yeah. You know, there's no like actions have consequences, motherfucker. <laughs> you know, like if someone's treating me like that, I'm gonna let them know either like by telling them and leaving, or physically by punching them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? he's, well, like, he comes, he's like the kid who like grew up with like the rich mom and dad. But like, and never paid attention never to paid, him. Like, he's so spoiled. Like, they just bought him stuff to buy their love. But he's, he's just, but he's been bummed. Like, I'm emo now and I'm dark. And but it really, he's got like a fucking trust fund, right? A fucking hedge fund and yes. like big ass mansion. He's just yes, no he's never been, never like just never had anyone actually like you know, 
Yeah. <laughs> do anything like that. There's a great Simpsons episode about that <laughs> where Homer gets mad and punches Mr. Burns. And the next thing you know, Mr. Burns is like doing things for himself and taking care of himself because he's starting to realize that actions have consequences. Talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> Love the Simpsons. <laughs> so um, <clears throat> another musical bit plays here. Luckily, it's not a full song, so we can't skip over it. <clears throat> and it cuts back to the girls and Anton. Um, on the way back, uh, the girls and Anton bump into the pair of hunters as they walk back the road. Who the hunters just turn Anton into their little bitch. Like they, oh my God, Anton yeah. just becomes a complete bitch at this point. Um, <laughs> but otherwise, really nothing fucking happens in this scene. The hunters yeah, just the one get the, in their truck and leave. one of the girls, like they're just the hunters are walking back with like some pheasants. Yeah, pheasants. And they're like just walk. They're kind of looking at each other like, yeah, okay, whatever. And the girls like, oh, you have fun killing defenseless animals. That's Melinda. Yeah, that's and, Melinda. And then the hunters just stop and look at him, and they're just like. And then Anton's just looking down at his shoes. Just keep, he's not, yeah, he's like, like, he's like a cowering. scared coward. Yes, he's just And the hunters down. just go, not yet. Yep. Not yet, sweetheart. <laughs> not just, yet, sweetheart. Yeah. And they just get in their truck and drive away. Yeah. Never to be seen again. Right. Well, they had so, to go home and eat all that pheasant. Right. And so they probably got really sleepy <laughs> to take a nap. Well, they, they, had to, they had to, you know, pluck all the cars out. They missed the end of the movie. I just... All the trip to Finn and the bird. Oh, yeah, we missed our cue. <laughs> Shit. So, uh, yeah. I'm back. Um, that's the thing. They just make Anton a bitch and move on. Um, range hits now. Anton and the girls get back to the van, which they go, which is weird because they said, I'm going to take the girls back to their car. But he doesn't go to the car. He takes them to their van, van. which also now oh. won't start. Well, that's because the car, they think that. Blonde, oh, that's right. blue hair, yeah. right. blonde, blue that's haired, right. blonde, blue shirt. Blonde and blue, car. and Georgie took the yeah. car to the motel. Yeah. That's so right. So they, they're taking him to the van to take him to the hotel. That's motel. right. Thank you. I stand correct Holiday on that. Um, before they head back to the camp, though, they all take a moment to look at the river they're nearby. They're like, oh, look, there's the river. And uh, the camera pans down as they're, like, they're on this like, little uh, elevated a- a- area and looking down at the river. And then the camera pans down. And we see lying in some tall grass and weeds is a bloody severed arm on which, uh, and then we know that the arm belongs to Georgie because we see her shitty tattoo of her mother that we just talked about <laughs> on the arm. So that's that scene. She's never going to reach her dreams now. She, nope. Um, never going to dance that pole. That pole will not, not like no dance. Not without an arm. Right. <laughs> Although that's wrong. I shouldn't say that. That's wrong. That's. That, like, that leaves out armless strippers. I don't. I'm not trying I don't to. Know. I think if if you enough pole dancing experience and, and you could do a lot you with your legs. You could, yeah, you yeah. could climb up with one arm and legs and then use your legs to spin. I'm around. not trying. That was wrong of me. I'm not trying yeah. to. You know. Yeah. I've seen me a stripper with ten with twelve toes. <laughs> I've seen me a stripper with one eye, but I've never seen a stripper with one leg. That's a uh, uh, Planet Terror. Planet Terror. Yeah, Quentin Tarantino's <laughs> part. Yeah, <laughs> when Rose McCallan. We should talk about that. That's a great movie. <laughs> we should, I sure would like to watch that movie. Uh, so <laughs> we go back to the camp. Uh, back at the camp, the guys start another fucking song. Oh, and uh, everyone this has one perfect hair. Is sung, yes, by Robbie, which uh, I call I'm Glad I'm Blind, where he just sings, I'm glad I'm blind. I don't want to see. I'm glad I'm deaf. I don't want to hear. And blah, 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 blah. If, uh, if Nick uh, was my friend, I'd be feeling that way, too. <laughs> <laughs> Man. Glad I don't see that fucking emo really face. <laughs> uh, again, we have to sit through the entire song, which is like uh, a three-minute-long song. It's yeah. like at three minutes. Yeah. Um, 
and they just sit in a circle playing and singing. This shit gets old and boring real fucking fast. Yep. Um, and this is where I had a point that we, we're going to talk about because this they really hammer home the point that Robbie is playing his electric bass. <laughs> How the fuck is that working? Uh-huh. Where is the power coming from in the middle of the forest? There's no power outlets. There's no generators. There's no, but he's playing an electric bass hooked up to an amplifier. Mm-hmm. How? How? <laughs> Somebody explain that to me. I'm seriously asking someone to explain this to me. Can't. <laughs> All right, <laughs> there we go. This would be a great episode of uh, Law and Order Criminal. <laughs> yes. Vincent <laughs> Navio, solve this mystery. The search for electricity. <laughs> <laughs> dun, dun. Oh, Jesus. So. You sound like a prosecutor. Yeah. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, there is an electric base. How? How, I ask. Is there power? <laughs> Rest my case. Lawyered. <laughs> Lawyered. <laughs> um, so another thing I find funny is that all these guys have come out here to write new music, but yet every song they play and sing, they all just know. There's no <laughs> quote-unquote writing new lyrics down in a pad of paper, scratching them out with a new lyric. There's no, oh, let's try this, let's try that. They just automatically know these songs. Instantly. instantly. And I, now maybe the person singing it Sure, it's their song to make it up. But everybody else is playing along with them perfectly in sync, just magically knows these brand new, never heard, never sung before songs. It's, so. a, be- it's a beauty of a musical. It's the beauty of a musical. <laughs> yeah. Like the one guy comes up with the song and a everyone. Quote, sings unquote, along. Unquote, music. Yeah, musical. quote unquote music. Um, so I'm saying if that's the case, then there's no point in them coming out of the woods in the first place. If everybody has all these, because they came out to write songs. Dude, that's a great but point. But they already. Know the songs. Mm-hmm. The songs they're already singing and singing and playing them, so they've already know. Why are they here then? That's a fantastic point. If they're all just like pulling these songs out of their ass, why are they taking? Yeah. The- why are they pulling these songs out of their ass in the recording? Why studio? is this movie made? Yes. Why? <laughs> yeah. Why didn't they just save the money and go to a recording studio yeah. and like actually that? Yeah. Oh, that's what people do. You rent out recording studio time and you do this. Yeah. yeah. Studio time where you have actual power to play your instruments. <laughs> So, anyway, Anton uh, and the girls make it back to camp. And to no surprise, seeing him there, fucking Nick is just pissed off and angry. Um, And we've said it so many times, but I don't know why anybody would want to be around this guy. I don't know. Like, you're in a band. This this is what breaks bands up. I'm like, I'm done with you, man. Like, you're such a downer and such a control freak. Do you remember the Backlot Murders? Yes. Then the opening scene of that movie, with that's with Corey Haim. The opening scene with that movie, they're they're in a bar and the lead singer is being an asshole. Yes, yes. And they take him outside because he's causing trouble in a bar, and they hold him and beat his ass. Yeah, as they should. Yeah. That's what people would do mm-hmm. or they should, should do. Be, they yeah. should beat him down with a log or something. Like, bitch. There's like they're on the middle of the woods. He can't do anything about it. Like, just just, just beat punch this guy down. And then in the movie, they, they they punch him in the stomach a couple times and threw him on the ground. They're like, yeah. hey, you're an asshole. Do that to him. Yes. You know that's what I would hope a normal like good person would do. Yeah. <laughs> Talk about a good person beating somebody up. That's actually, I'm glad. <laughs> but you they're back so bad. They <laughs> need to happen. That's a great point. I kind of forgot about black uh, the backlot murders in that scene. But you, they should do that. Nick needs to be bitch slapped around a bit. Anyway, so we, uh, that's it. So now we just cut Nick wandering around the woods alone with his guitar as we hear voiceover 
again, more shitty poetry or something. <laughs> as, no, no. They're going to find out. As we, we see like, flashes of some dark, shadowy figure dashing around the woods. Uh, at this point, Nick spots lots of fresh blood like sprayed across several plant leaves, but no, does, doesn't say or do anything about it. Yeah, um, he's like... <laughs> What is that about? He's like looking at the leaves, like it looks uh, beautiful. It reminds me of when my childhood was dashed to pieces when they wouldn't buy me an Xbox. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Back at the camp, all the others are sitting around talking, and they're talking about like John Fogarty and the Donner Party and the monkey from some Clint Eastwood movie. Clyde. Yes, thank you. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> that was the one part I paid attention to. one part Aaron knows. I was like, Clyde. What's the name of that monkey in that Clint Eastwood movie? I'm like, Clyde. I'm just yelling Clyde at the screen. <laughs> so back to Nick standing against a tree, playing and singing about how he's on the verge of extinction and how he's broken and and links it back to that Ice Age song from before. Oh, it's his theme. Yeah, his theme song. I have it, but I'm not going to play it right but now. But this is what made me think to myself, what's the name of that movie that the monkey's in? They, they actually said it in this. Any which way but loose. There you oh. go. Boom. Boom. That's how much I'm caring more about the monkey <laughs> than what's happening in this the goddamn trivia. movie. Um, the trivia. Actually, at this point, wanders up, talk, and oh. they sit down, they talk. They talk about his dead brother. She, she brings it up. She's like, hey, is this where you used to come with your brother? Let's talk about your brother. And she's like, oh, but we don't have to if you don't want to. But so I just brought it dead. up. So your, your brother dead. died. Yeah. But then I was like, okay, so are we going to move this? Is this a plot point? Are we moving this story along? Are we connecting the dots here, please? No. Uh, he, he kind of apologized for being an asshole. And he talks about his dreams of greatness, which is more than the band seems to want. Uh, they end up making out for a moment, but then out, Nick babe. stops and says, I, I, I just can't do this. And he walks away I've because it's fucking music. <laughs> That version of Cheer Up Emo Kid is by a band called uh, Band Geek Mafia off the album Trouble on fifty on the Fifty Four. That was good. I like that, that was fun. Song. That was I very like that song. Kind of ska. No, kind of yeah. ska. Kind of yeah. ska. Little, yeah. yeah. Little trumpet. Yeah. 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 Uh, so anyway, we this leaves Ashley now. After Nick leaves, she starts singing her solo song, uh, which is the, her uh. version of Nick's song that we just heard about her heart still beats for you, meaning Nick and. Fuck me. I hate her voice so oh, it's goddamn bad. much. It's the worst one in this movie. It's so high pitch and like and like airy, if that makes she sense. Like this. That yeah, it just does not sound good to me. I have it queued up if you guys want to hear don't it. Do it. Don't, don't do it. Don't do it. I'm so tempted. I'm so tempted. Don't. I want to do it. Please. Please. Just give me two seconds of it. Okay. Alright. <laughs> Oh, That's enough. <laughs> yeah, we don't even need to hear it. Just... <laughs> there it is. Oh, oh. Let it be. 
can't, married I can't, to I can't. Yeah. There's more of it, but I can't because it's so bad. Ashley, he's always going to be married to his guitar. <laughs> he's never going to love you. <laughs> You'll always be second. Now, now, here's a question. Is this a moment where it's actually moving the song forward? But the pro- it's so generic. The lyrics are so generic. It's like they just place it in there. It's like, yeah, I guess it could kind of be moving the story forward, maybe. Kind of. So the only know. people so far that are musically moving the the musically moving the movie that was really hard. Yeah, to say that's a after mouthful. Some vodka. Yeah. yeah. Um, who are doing that are the chicks? Are the people who yes. are not the musicians? Who are, yeah, who are not the, the musicians who aren't even supposed to be right. there. The <laughs> Which just which just goes to show where would some bands be without their groupies? I mean, there you go. You but know? where would Clerks be without Dante? Because it was right. his day off, and he wasn't even supposed <laughs> to be there. <laughs> so now let's watch Clerks. Okay, All right, we'll be back in a minute. <laughs> um, now we jump to Nick alone in the woods again, still playing his guitar <sighs> and still singing that same fucking song. Oh, this time he's practically crying now as he sings. <laughs> oh, God. And, uh, Looks like he's trying to take a gigantic shit. Bulgy <laughs> <laughs> like eye number three or four, yeah. Yeah. five. I don't know. And he's like seriously like on the verge of tears and crying. And we see, as he sings, we see a man wearing a long black cloak and a bowler hat leaning oh. up against a tree nearby watching him as he plays his fucking song. And Nick just sits there, like, crying and wanting to be all... Yeah, cheer up, you little kid. It's not so bad, Nick. (laughs) Why are you so sad, Nick? But, but, so, this guy now who's in the black cloak... And bowler hat. He's dressed and he very wears dapper. Like, he's very dapper. And he wears this all black mask. It's kind of like the mask Warshak wears in Watchmen, only it's just all black. Yes. It's just this cloth yeah. black mask. And to me, he looks very much like like a Jack the Ripper type guy. Like, if I yeah. think of Jack the Ripper, that's mm-hmm. why I'm black cloak, black bowler hat, white shirt, like just without the black mask, but very Jack the Ripper esque. Yeah. And he's just staying there up against a tree watching Nick Hanging in the out. distance. And I'm like, it's what? Like, Who's this guy now? Where's he from? I heard your style out in the woods. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> going far, kid. Going some. Going and then it just, it just, Don't let those girls hold you back, bro. <laughs> and then it just blacks out again. And I think this is where I got another 2B ad. So, right, blackout, move on. Uh, night falls again. Everyone's <laughs> gathered around the campfire playing and singing. Uh, Nick's not there this time because they're actually happy. Uh, yeah, they're actually happy. having fun. They're actually having, having a fun. good time. Uh, they play a song that I just dubbed Physical Attraction. This one's led by, I think, Robbie again or Carlo, one of the two. Um, the girls start dancing and singing along. At this point, I'm like, how the fuck would they know the lyrics because it's not it's never supposed to have been played? Oh, no. This was but, a song. Yes. With, yes. I correct okay. myself in my okay. notes. Uh, Nick, at this point, storms up and I like, just... Be Nick, being Nick, just throws a fucking log on the fire, which says like sparks and embers flying in everybody's face. He's like, "Shut up! Don't play that shit song." Like that's because maybe this is an old, this is like their old hit song or something. And it's he pretty good. I don't know. Yeah, it was catchy. He's like, uh, he yells at the band for playing that f- old fucking bullshit song, and that says that Carson was right. We're nothing more than a glorified party band. Uh, and that's where I take back my white comic because apparently mm. this was their song that gets party the groupies. Song. There's know. nothing yeah. wrong with being a party band. 
Afro Man does it all the time. He just lives <laughs> off true. of one song that was in another <laughs> Kevin Smith movie. <laughs> because he got high. Because right? he got high. Exactly. Um, so at this point, Nick orders them like a fucking tyrant. Oh, my God. Orders them to play something new real fucking quick or he's going to go all batty He's or being like real aggressive. Like he's going to assault someone. Yes. If they don't play a new they, song. He's like getting in their face like, motherfucker, play something new. Yeah. And he, I'm sorry. It's like this moment. I'm, I'm like, okay, I've had a lot of shit that I would put like. I might be able to put up with a lot of shit that's happened so far, but this would be the fucking mm-hmm. line. Mm-hmm. If someone's getting in my face and like physically threatening me to play music, I'd be like that. That's it. You know, I'm I'm out. Yeah. This is this is the official, boom, one hundred percent out. Or it would come like, to fisticuffs. Ex- well, yeah. yeah. Well, that's that's probably more likely. Yeah. Because yeah. it's the middle of the night in the woods. It's like well, I gotta walk fucking ten miles to a road, or I can just beat this guy's. Ass. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Nick at this point is pretty much Yoko Onoing his own band. Yeah. Like, well, oh yeah. He's. And even Story. if Nick was bigger than me, I'd be like, at least I'm going to get beat up and I can just, you or know, you go probably, to bed. Or hope the fact that, hey, you got three other bandmates that are at least either going to take your side or split it up pretty break quick. Break it up. Break, break it up it pretty up. quick. So ridiculous. Um, so, yeah, he gives, he's barking orders. Like you, so, um, so if you guessed we have to sit through another fucking song, you guessed right because Johnny pulls out his notebook, which he gives to Anton, and he starts singing. Uh, and this, I was like, oh, my God. It is kind of like they're playing a new song because he pulled a, a, a song notebook, shows it to Anton. And he's like, okay, here's this. And kind of shows him, like, here's how you follow along. Mm-hmm. And Anton starts kind of loosely playing as Johnny starts singing. It's like, that's the one time where they show any semblance of actually trying to, like, do the process of Instead making of just a new pulling it out of their ass. And just right. instantly knowing it. And it's like, and it's a thing because it's like an unfinished song. Well, it's yeah. not yeah. finished, dude. Right. We'll just play it. You got to play it. Just yeah. play it. So play we it. get another. Play it. Two and a half, three minutes of shitty singing and song playing uh, of Johnny singing this horrible Whatever. song. Whatever, this is like a, a Ben Folds 5 song. He's like, he's just bearing his soul. Oh, my, I can play it if you guys want to hear it. She's a I'm dry. Dude, I heard that in the grocery weeping. store. I heard that in the grocery uh, store. Uh, I'm like getting eggs. I'm like... <laughs> 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 Fucking Ben's Folds Five. You're supposed to be fun. You know, you're rocking the no. suburbs. You're supposed to be a fun band. And then no. you pull this shit out. Um, <laughs> finally, Johnny's song ends. Thank God. Um, <laughs> and now, think about it. It's been like 24 hours have passed now um, uh, uh, of the two girls being missing. And it, they just now, somebody's like, hey, I wonder where they're at. Boy, it sure has been a full day since <laughs> they've been here. It's been fucking 24 oh, hours and no one's back. heard. Yeah. They never came back. But they don't get It's quickly passed over because. They don't care. Because they got to do another fucking song. Fuck our missing friends. We got to play another song. I'm like, God damn it. Just stop. No. And this one is Anton's new song, which pre- Nick, again, pretty much bullies Anton into playing. And he's like, dude, it's not ready. I don't I don't feel comfortable doing it yet. I'm not, it's not ready. I, I don't want to do it. And Nick's like, fucking do it, man. You can play this. You fucking do it. <laughs> and so um, he starts playing, but just a few chords into the song. Melinda's cell phone rings. She answers it. Of course, she oh. occurs the wrath of Nick, who grabs her cell phone out of her hand and demands that all the girls hand over their phones. Which they do. And again, uh-huh. this is like, I'd be like, go fuck yourself yeah. solid. Like, you I'll, maybe I'll turn it off 
but I'm not giving it to you. His girlfriend is Ashley's like, well, I mean, maybe we should just save one, just you know, in case of an emergency. And he's like, fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, okay, don't okay, hurt me. Don't hurt me. <laughs> you got battered wife. Oh, God. You're a danger girl. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Anton starts his song over. It's fucking awful. But at least it's relatively short because Anton stops mid-song saying he can't finish it. Nick gets all angry again and insists that Anton finish the song because this is how they'll be great. So Anton leaves and heads out into the dark woods and the curly-haired girl goes after him. Such an asshole, Nick. Yeah. Nick's anger and attitude kills the party and everyone just more just scatters to their own tents. Again. We're going to slow it down here. We're going to slow it down a little bit. Just cheer up, Nick. How many versions of the song do you have? <laughs> I'm surprised there's so many. Honestly. <laughs> so. <laughs> All right. Out in the woods, the curly-haired girl is looking for Anton. So, of course, that means it's time for her to bust out her solo song, too. And somehow <sighs> knows that Anton's unfinished song and sings the rest of the song while walking through the pitch black woods with a lantern. But it doesn't have anything to do with the story or moving no. anything forward. It's, it's just a pining, fucking song. I think she's pining for Anton. I think she's like, I wish that you knew how I felt. I'm carrying another gigantic lantern. <laughs> <laughs> Anton's song's like, turn off the lights, turn off the lights. I want it to be in the shadow. And she's like, no, turn on the lights, turn on the lights, get rid of the dark. It's, it's basically the opposite of what he's singing, the exact same song. And just, again, they changed the word to fit her. Her point of view. Um, it's it's terrible. You can hear it. We'll, I'll play it at the end of the Can we episode. also note that we've seen that all of this like teenage angst and drugs and rock and roll, rock and roll have happened, and we've seen like no boobs or butts. That's like, right. At right. All. Right. Can right. we just can we just note that? Note. Nope. Put a pin in that. Put a pin in that. Uh, thankfully, like though, the worst rock and rollers. <laughs> no drugs. No booze. No tits. God. Yeah, I mean, what's the point of being in a band? Is it the whole right? point? <laughs> That's the point of being in a band. Burying your soul. Fuck you. Yeah, I want the tits and the booze and drugs. <laughs> Molly Crew did it right, motherfucker. <laughs> um, but thankfully, her song gets cut short because from out of nowhere, she gets whacked in the back of the head <laughs> by a sludge hammer by Jack the Ripper. Who then just drags her body away. It's like a weird wide shot. All of a sudden, she's you like see a close-up on her when she's walking through. And then it's like a wide shot. She's like in this field. field. And you see the swinging. And you see this fake head like <laughs> like fly off. Like, that's it. Like, eh. Bleh. Yeah. It, it, the editing was really broad. Because, yeah, it's a tight close-up shot of her singing. And then just a real fast, hard cut to this wide shot of the Jack Ripper guy smashing the back there with the, the sledgehammer. It was a mannequin. <laughs> Um, we cut to Johnny and the other blonde girl now. I fast forwarded through that. Um, lying out uh, in a sleeping bag somewhere in the woods. They're not at the camp. They're out in the woods somewhere in a sleeping bag. Um, the girl is singing some song. Bag. So, she's like, she's all singing. Who's that? Anton? No. The Asian guy? No, Johnny. Johnny. So she's all like singing Johnny's song because Johnny's song really touched yeah, her. And like now she's going to slip into the sleeping bag with Johnny. So she's singing like. Her alto version. Yes. They end up making out in the sleeping bag. She blindfolds both of them, oh, which right. is an interesting move. <laughs> um, that seems a little counterproductive, but. Right? Okay. Yeah. Blindfolded, <laughs> baby. <laughs> <laughs> no, 
middle of the on the ground. <laughs> First of all, it's already like pitch black outside, yeah. and then you blindfold both of you. You're and- licking my elbow. <laughs> So while they're making out blindfolded in the sleeping bag, um, uh, Jack the Ripper just walks right up to him, zips up the sleeping bag around them, but somehow doesn't with, bother them with well, zero are. resistance. Like, yeah, like they just like okay, like you would feel somebody zipping you up in a sleeping bag, and you'd be well aware that's not you or the. You guy. know what I wish they would have done if he just did it very slowly, and you see him very <laughs> delicately, like tooth, like tooth by tooth on the zipper, just click 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 click. click. So, you know, they're in the throes of passion, which I'm thinking to myself, I don't think I've ever made out or definitely haven't had sex in a backpack or backpack, a sleeping bag. <laughs> I hope not that Backpack, bad. backpack. It's a magical backpack. Well, there was that one time when I had a, honey, I shrunk the kids moment. I was in a backpack. No, but in a sleeping bag. I've, I've never, I've never made out or done it in like inside of a sleeping bag, one on top of the other. It just said, that just it doesn't it's seem hot. It's yeah. really hot. I don't know. Have, have you done it? Because you just said I mean... it's hot. And I'm like, oh, like it's hot. You're like, no, it's like temperature hot. Yeah, that means like you have, hot. you've done this. Hot. Oh. You've done this, haven't you? I mean, I like to camp. <laughs> <laughs> I just think it'd be like hard. Like, you wouldn't have a whole lot of freedom movement. You'd be all no. cramped. It's, it's like one of those cramped. things where you start with expectations and then you, you quick, quickly like, this, like guess what you're stuck to one position and yeah. that's it. If you <laughs> even do it, I mean, I, I, yeah, I don't you're know. not moving around very much. Um, so yeah, so Jack River zips up to sleep bag with them in it and then like goes all like Jason Voorhees and starts like, <laughs> or not, not sorry, not no, he does Jason Voorhees esque. No, esque. He doesn't slam him against the tree. <sighs> he starts just bashing him ever. with like. The sledgehammer, like he's mashing apples or something, just like (laughs) or churning butter with a sledgehammer. I don't know. He's just like hitting him with the sledgehammer. And the whole time you're hearing her singing that. Yeah, and she like the voice of her singing is done with uh, while they're getting killed. So we're not getting any screams, no sound effects. No, No. we get like a soul moment. Yeah, little Joss Stone. Yeah, Yeah. there you go. (laughs) (laughs) Hey. Um, yeah, all the white girls still singing. And then uh, JTP here drags, uh, or JTR, I should say, JT, um, drags the sleeping bag away one-handed, which I call <laughs> bullshit on that, because there's no way you'd be able to drag a sleeping body, sleeping bag away with two dead bodies in it with one hand. It's got to be 300 pounds. If both easily. Them, yeah. Easily. Yeah. yeah. yeah the and other that's, guy that's, was that's buff. each buck of 150, when you know he weighs more than one. He's probably 170, 180. Sure, and she might be a little less, but yeah, around 300 pounds. Yeah. yeah. With one hand in a sleeping bag? No. Nope. It ain't happening. No. Nope. Um, with two dead bodies in it. So, but anyway, that happens. Um, so next we, we kind of get to see a kill. Yeah. Kind of. Kind of. Uh, next, we see Nick smashing all the girls' cell phone with a oh, rock. Oh, man. He goes crazy it, dude, mode. He, he looks insane. Yep. He looks like an evil monkey, like, <laughs> bashing, like, trying to open a coconut. Yeah. You know? <laughs> like, just smashing these phones with a rock. <laughs> you know? That's right. Uh, and then, that's it. The next morning, we go, we're cutting all the way to uh, Melinda oh. and... Oh. Did you guys catch the weird scene, like the weird flash of the random foot with a maggot? Like yes. One the, maggot on it? Yeah, there's one scene. Where they, they, just, quick, just, just one maggot. Where they one show, because a, maggots are very singular. And one they're, they're, maggot. Yeah. They show, they're very loner species. <laughs> <laughs> they're solitary creatures. Yes, exactly. Um, <laughs> they're solitary parasites. Uh, they, they, uh, yeah, they show one quick shot of a severed, like, swollen 
purple severed foot in the grass with like one maggot on it. I must That's have fast forward past that too. At first, like, is that Carlos' foot? Or because, but his foot's never been cut off to this point. He's still got a foot, but well, shit, it could why? be one of the girl's foot with the who had her mama's titties tattooed on her arm. Yeah, I guess yeah, 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 Georgie's foot. Georgie, that's it. The body parts are piling up, um, apparently. So Just spreading hers around. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like I said, next morning we're cutting to we see Melinda and French chick walking oh, in the woods my together. God. Uh, while Melinda continues to teach Frenchy English. Oh God. Um, this... And this is here where we kind of realize that they might be lesbian lovers, or at least that's what I got from right? this because they're holding hands. Yeah. They're all like... I was thinking if we're gonna see tits at all in this movie, it's gonna be right now. <laughs> yes. It's gonna be right now. The two chicks, they're going to totally stereotype. <laughs> Come on, French chick. And she's French, French you know? Yeah, they're, like, they're, they're, French. they're cool with, like, they invented the tongue, basically. Right? You know what I mean? They're, 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 they're free in love. Swan, what up? Yeah, exactly. Love. They're they're sexually liberated. She's like, oh, you're cute. I'm just going to take my shirt off. Yeah. But no. Um, but anyway, guess what this leads to, guys? Uh, two of them breaking out into a fucking song. And if you want to guess, this one sucks, too. One's awful. This is by the worst of the entire movie, and that's saying a lot. Um, that's saying a lot. I, I don't think I'm even going to play a snippet of this one because it is it's awful. I started to get very angry at this point. Like this song put me past the edge. Yeah. Like I was like, oh, you're, it put you in the red on this one. Serious, because <laughs> it's all about it's so cute at first, and they're walking and they're holding hands and they're like, how do you say I love you? Je t'aime, je t'aime, and it's horrible harmonizing yeah. so i can't handle it in the first place we see no tits and then <laughs> i know it's so disappointing right and yeah. then it's like the, the song opera. switches Not into opera. like this like kind of yeah like rock punk rock, uh, punk rock yeah. song would you like a, a cigarette, cigarette? Uh, would no. you like a table for one a table for two shatam 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 i love you i love you i love you it's it's Oh God, it's it's awful. Do girls act like this in an alternative universe? I have never <laughs> had a friend that I have been like this with. I, I mean, I've I never had a French friend. Did meet a French exchange student at a party uh, <laughs> when I was in college, and she was leaving within a matter of days. And I was thinking I could totally score with her. I didn't. However, she did think I was charming enough that she's like, I can't drive back with this bottle of booze, and gave it to me. And I was like, "Aw, thanks!" And like, we hugged. And I was like, "Well, there goes my tits, there goes I'll, my opportunity to, uh, to to hang out there." Here's the fun part: I'm driving back home. I'm a little drunk, and I don't know what to do with this bottle of booze. And being a youngster, not really knowing, I could just put it in the fucking trunk like a normal human being. I have it sitting shotgun with me. I get pulled over by the police officers about three blocks from my house. My parents' house. This is like a summer between college. And I'm like, oh my god! The guy, I take the bottle, and I'm like, if I go, if I duck down, he's gonna see me. He's gonna be suspicious. So I just take the bottle, put it underneath my leg. And the police officer comes to the window. And I'm just like, yes, officer. He's like, hey, you know why I pulled you over? I'm like, honestly, officer, I don't know why you pulled me over. He's like, your tail light's out. You want to check it out? I'm like, fuck! No, I don't. Want <laughs> if to I stand out and get out of the car, he's gonna see an open bottle of booze, and he's gonna be like, oh, you're dead, motherfucker. And I'm like, well, and he goes, hold on. You, and then all of a sudden, he's he's like, hold on. Something's happening with his radio. And he goes, get the taillight fixed and just leaves. My heart. Saved. <sighs> Saved by St. Louis crime. <laughs> that would have been that actually would have been Belleville crime at the time. Technically, oh, it would have been Belleville crime, crime okay. but still. Saved by Belleville crime. Way Belleville to go, crime. Belleville. Yeah. But. 
That's what I thought about when I thought of French chicks. Uh, <laughs> Whenever I hear French chicks, I'm just like, that gal who gave me a bottle of booze and I almost got busted. Je t'aime, je t'aime. So they finished their song. They, they finished the song. Sorry for telling you. No, whatever. Blow the movie. No, it, yes. it's the worst song. Um, but right after the song ends, finishes, Melinda gets grabbed from behind and dragged into the woods by uh, Jack the Ripper. <laughs> he just like I almost missed it. He like just grabs her by the neck and is like boop. Yank. <laughs> and the French bitch, what does she do? She's out. Yes, she's bow. like, nope. I'm <laughs> fuck this. She runs. French. She runs all the way back to camp to get help. But no one can these nuts, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> but no one can understand her screaming in French, um, and so and, oh, she's also singing in French to get help because she's yes. trying to sing. Yes. She's like sing, screaming for help. No one can understand. And then she gets blasted in the back of the head yeah, by Jack the Ripper's sledgehammer. Um, seeing this, the guys are like, oh fuck! They take off. As Ashley just stands there and watches Frenchie die, which takes her a hot but, minute. But Frenchie's standing there looking kind of dazed and thinking, okay, but she might be okay. She's like smiling. She's got a smile on her and face. And then there's just like one. It <laughs> just squirts right out like a fountain, like bloop. Yeah, this bitch got <laughs> mollywopped in the back of the head by a fucking sledgehammer. But it was like the most delayed blood <laughs> response yeah, ever. Yeah, so delayed. <laughs> it's like she was staggering for like a good 30 seconds. And then, oh yeah, the blood's like, oh yeah. It's like you, it's like somebody's the guy, the blood guy's off camera, is like pushing the blood. Like, it's not working. It's not working. It won't work. And then finally, oh, there it goes. Okay, we'll just keep it. It take too much time and money to redo it. Um, so at this point, Carlo is running through the woods and leading Robbie through the forest. Uh, like Robbie's got his arm on Carlo's shoulder, yeah. and they're running together. Um, and then from out of fucking nowhere, he too gets blasted by Jack the Ripper, Sledgehammer. This so at one this actually, point, it's this, just be, this like, actually made me jump. Yeah. It actually made me jump a little bit. Okay. Uh, and then Jack the Ripper steps out from behind a tree, leaving blind Robbie alone and defenseless. Um, at this point, I'm like, fuck Jack the Ripper. It's more like Jack the Sledgehammer. Jack the <laughs> Hammer or something. Yeah. Because, I don't know. Triple H. <laughs> <laughs> uh, back at camp, Nick and Ashley are frantically trying to gather up some of their stuff. Um, she asked about the cell phones. Where's the cell phones? And uh, he shows her the broken and shattered remains of the phone. Like, here they are. Whoopsie. She's yeah. like, what the fuck? He broke it. He, he got her cell phones and broke them. He goes, well, that was actually me. Well, I mean, I did it. I was me. just mad. Yeah. I was just an emo dick. So I was being an it's asshole all about the again. music, man. Sorry. Uh, 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 then Nick uh. then leads her to one of the hunting sheds. And, of course, uh, he brings his guitar with him. He's running with his guitar. He's running with his guitar. Hey, hey, a good guitar man will tell you that he would never leave his guitar behind. Like, no man who truly, I mean, no guitar. I'm serious. A guitarist is in love with his guitar. Do you see true guitar guys? At most, 500 bucks? Dude. Or an electric. I don't know. They have a a thing. They have a connection. It's it's kind of weird. Willie Nelson has had the same guitar since, what, what, 1932? I'm telling you, it's a guitar (laughs) thing. It's a Um, a typical lead singer guitar. Yeah. (laughs) Fuck you, Ashley. I'm going to say my guitar. uh, (laughs) Take her. Take take her. Just don't hurt my guitar. (laughs) So they get to this hunting shed, and they're looking for it because it's supposed to have some axes and a lot of stuff in it. Um, Of course, it's all empty. The shovels, axes, anything, it's all gone. And the two of them run off. Uh, now we get shots of uh, Jack the Hammer, Jack the Ripper, whoever you want to call it, the guy, running through the forest. And then go right back to Robbie, 
who starts just getting pelted with rocks and stones. Stones. He's like being stoned. He's literally being stoned to death. And that is a terrifying. That's like people talk about drowning. People talk about being burned to death. I think for me personally, something like being stoned is terrifying. Yes. And he's blind, and they play it up like yeah. totally. Like they they spend a he lot. He can't see. <laughs> they spend a lot of time on this death, which they don't spend really his any time on any other death. Is the longest drawn out death and in the most movie, really. painful I'm like yes. Jesus Christ most of the other ones are pretty quick and his is like just battered just battered with he's like oh I'm like Jesus yeah Robbie gets busted open his his sunglasses and wearing the whole movie they go flying off he drops to his knees he's bleeding profusely from the head so bad and then I don't know quite what happens here Robbie then seems through the sheer power of will wills his blindness away saying i want to see the suffering and i'm glad i'm dead and with that he opens his eyes and then we get a pov shot of the of jack the ripper like with a large rock and a big rock yeah and it smashes it into robbie's face so it really makes it look like at the last moment robbie can see the rock being Blasted into his face. So he wasn't really uh, blind. He just had his eyes closed the whole time. Yeah, like he, it was like he, it was his stick. Like this is how I get girls. He just didn't want to. <laughs> I, I, I pretend I'm blind. I'm a on the blind basis. Hey, that is not a bad play. I want to. I see through touch. Let yes. me see your face. Let me. Let me. I wanna, let me, I'm gonna, let me, let me touch, touch you. Your, yeah. Oh. Let me see them titties. I think there's a joke about that. They try to make a joke about that when they're like around the fire. Like he's like. That one Kelly chick with he the asks, nose is ring. Is the French girl higher than me? And he's like, I don't know. Let me see your. And, and he starts rubbing the girl. And he's face. like, No, or yes, or something like that. I like don't know totally. Anyway, it's not even like sensual. Like, the girl's face. He's trying to like see with his hand. It's not like he's doing all like caress and nice. He's just like manhandling her face. Like rubbing <laughs> his face. Like, 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 her. It's like a pie in <laughs> <Yeah>. the face. <laughs> he just rubs it in. That's all he's doing. There's no like real sensual. That's the features and figure out the jawline, the cheekbones. He's just like with his hand. He just had his hands on his balls too. <laughs> just sitting on him. Come here, bitch. Now, now breathe, in, breathe. There it is. There it is. Oh, that's hilarious. Whatever. I'm Damn, gonna stand Sarah. up for him. I'm gonna stand up for this dude because he got wronged in death. Sarah, your official bro right there. <laughs> that's a bro move. <laughs> You thought of that, we didn't. Uh, but then, as soon as that happened, to be commercial. Yeah! To be like, Bam! And I was like, oh, to be. Yeah, same thing. Uh. Um, Ashley and Nick make it back to uh, the girl's car, which they find smashed and with uh, music notes written in blood on the hood. Notes. What? Yes, those are pretty well done, by they the way. They were really well done. Very well done. Took a lot uh, of time to paint that on there. Uh, and then they just run off into the forest. And as they run, then Nick just stops. <laughs> Comes to a dead stop. Oh, God. Ashley's like, what the fuck are you doing? Nick. Come on, Nick. We got to go. And we hear more Nick voiceover poetry shit. More of the close up the big, big old eyes. And then Nick orders Ashley to turn on the dat, which is just a small recording device he's been obsessed with this whole time. She turns it on, and Nick starts playing his fucking guitar and singing as a confused Ashley can't believe this is happening, and then decides, like, 
I'm out. <laughs> she She's like, leave. I'm running. Sorry. Yeah. You're going to sit there. He's like, I will make song. I am the song. I will not run. I am Sing music. I am the music. The music is me. I, yeah, I was like, this, you're being, you're running for your life. He just comes with complete stop and says, oh, moment of genius. I have to record this song right now. Uh, and I feel so, the same way I did when I was 12 and I lost the pinwheel. I have to play this music. Uh, so, uh, so inspirational, all this death. At this point, shit starts getting fucking weird and confusing from here on yes. out. Yes. Um, so as Nick's playing. Oh, now playing, shit gets weird? As <laughs> Nick's playing. And I will play this this final song. This is the I will play the final one uh, okay. when we get to it. Well, it's actually happening now, but I'm going to talk about some stuff here. Um, so he starts playing, and when he starts playing, he's clean Nick. And I mean, clean oh, Nick is yeah, he's not. Is... He's just he's fine. Looks totally normal. And then it keeps cutting back and forth between Nick clean Nick, and then Nick covered in, in blood. blood. Mm-hmm. And Ashley's running through the woods as he's singing. Um, she comes across the weird tree TP thing that we talked about a long time ago, looks inside, finds Carson's dead body with his Blackberry jammed into his mouth. <laughs> Ashley grabs the Blackberry, tries to call for help, but can't, throws the phone. When she turns around, there's Nick standing there singing and playing, playing still. his fucking guitar. Hands and neck covered in blood. Ashley's like, what the fuck, Nick? What's the matter with you? Everyone's dead. And then she runs off again. <laughs> yes, what the fuck, Nick? And Seriously. So, uh, some more stuff happened. But at this point, I think I'm going to play the song. I'm not sure when if I should play it now or later. But I'm going to play it here. Because this is the big, this is like the big fin- f- uh, finale piece. Um, I need a drink. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, here, here's, I mean, right, this happens. The beginning of this. Well, you'll hear it. You'll get it. Here we go. Turn on the debt. So there's where he is. Turn on the debt. Turn the debt on. I don't Turn know it what on. I'm Push doing. the fucking button. What... Abusive. Yep. So remember, they're supposed to be being ch- running for their lives in the middle of the force from a killer, and he stops to do this. It's very melodic. Very death scene. Oh, yeah. yeah, what a waste. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Just a little wind and rain. No headstones. No songs getting home. No walls of mud. No thousand years of blood. Oh, what a waste. What a waste. Of an apocalypse. Take a look at. Oh, yes, that's where she's calling. She's trying to yeah. call on it. Yeah, that's where she finds the phone.
It wouldn't be so bad if Marshall tone deaf and he can't hit a note to save his life. No, I cannot. What a waste of time. I bet you just... Yeah, I don't know what that what is. What the hell is that? I'm going to ask you. It's appropriate. And he's just in the woods, just rocking, yep. you know, just on his acoustic guitar, and she's freaking out. Yeah. And then, so, oh. basically, and it keeps going on after that, but, um, so that's basically, yeah. And at this point, Ashley's uh, running through the forest, and she runs across the curly-haired girl. Oh, this is awesome. Did you see? Yeah, lying on the ground. Her face has been turned to mush. Mush. But like, is yeah. somehow still clinging to life. Blah, 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 she blah, blah, was blah, blah, breathing. Yeah. Her body was definitely breathing, yes. and she went like, rah, rah. Yeah. Ashley screams, runs away, leaves her friend to die in the woods. Uh, 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 which she should have been dead. We oh, watched, she'd been no, dead as fuck. We watched her head come off her body. No. 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 We did, remember? No. The red-headed chick. No, this is this is the chick that was with the French girl. No. This is the, re- the pseudo-red-headed girl. Well, then that's the girl who got then her head cut off. Then that's the girl that got her head chopped, chopped off because it was like the weird editing we just talked yeah. about. Yeah. I never saw her head go flying off. Oh, that's the thing. I just, she gets hit in the... The weird thing is, she got hit in the back of the head when we saw it, not the face, which is where her face turned to mush now. But I never saw her head go flying. It's all terrible. And I this don't know if not... I want, now I'm like, God, I really don't want to have to go back and watch this movie to see. Uh, and that just shows you how bad the movie is. This is it's not like, criminal if, intent if, if there's worthy. three people no. here arguing over who the character is that's on the ground clinging to life. Well, I know the character And I know is. you've seen it more than once, and I know yeah. you've seen it more than once, yep. and I didn't watch it for shit. But we all still can't <laughs> figure it out. All I know is she got hit in the back. Of the, I did not see a head go flying. She got hit in the back of the head, but the her face in front of her head is what's turned to mush. I could have swore you said her head went flying. I, she did, but I, I thought never, her head went I flying. I did not see her head go flying. Because I was like, ooh, nice mannequin. Because like, I saw <laughs> <laughs> and I know you've seen it at least twice. <laughs> um, but anyway, was it three times? It was twice. Okay. But I had to. Twice. I, I two and a half. Two and a half. I, I, I was about. I was twice. I got a hair in my mouth. Um, okay. So anyway, Ashley, Gross. even though her friend's still alive, Gross. she leaves her. She's like, right. fuck you, I'm out. She leaves her friend to die. Um, so, uh, and She's then we see running. we see Jack the Ripper stalking through the forest after Ashley. Ashley then finds Anton tied to some trees. He's had that dumb little Malonica. Malonica like stabbed through his neck. Like it was a tracheotomy. I kind of like it, but only because I'm partial to that instrument. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, that's good. And oh, the best okay. part is, he's still clinging to life. Because he's, like, he's breathing, <laughs> and with each breath, he's playing musical notes. <laughs> it's not like, like, an, like an accordion. It's like... Yeah. Every time he breathes. Pretty Again, Can't really Ashley says, fuck you! I'm out! Doesn't try to help the guy. <laughs> she like, takes off running. She leaves him again to die. And next, she runs smack dab into the bloody sleeping bag that's been strung up to a tree, just dripping blood. So she's like, how the killer would know that she would run into all three of these people, like to line these up in the perfect right is beyond, compa- it is, you can't capture that. It's a great body reveal. Yeah. yeah, but still. Okay, so then 
Um, as she runs, the dat thing falls out of her pocket, even though at one point I thought I swear she left on the ground when Nick told her to turn it on, but I think she did. She might have carried it with her for some dumb reason. Um, it falls out of her pocket. Uh, and when it hits the ground, as soon as it hits the ground, it starts to play uh-huh. Nick's song back. She picks it up, and when she stands up, she sees Jack the Ripper is walking towards her with the sledgehammer. Um, so she starts to run again, but Jack catches her, and now we go back to what we saw in the opening of the movie, where we saw the blonde girl staggering through the woods. Uh, he stabs her in the back a few times. Uh, she gets away, staggers forward for a few steps before falling over. Jack mounts her while she's laying chest down on the, you know, stomach down on the, on the ground. And with his bare hands, yeah. starts like ripping her skin and like ligaments or muscles off of her back. It's pr- That's actually pretty brutal. I've never seen that before. I actually did kind of like that. It looked that was yeah. this yeah. vicious and brutal. He's just ripping away at her. Um all this is happening while that song continues to play from that recording uh. device. Somehow, Ashley manages to wiggle free, scramble her feet, and slowly limps away. Jack just calmly walks behind her as Ashley starts lip syncing along <laughs> to Nick's song. Nick's voice fades out. To the end. His voice fades out, and then Ashley picks up singing the rest of the song uh-huh. as she's covered in blood, limping away from the killer, who's just calmly walking right behind her. I, I, I what, what the fuck? Ashley <laughs> drops the dat. The killer stops to pick it up, and then it cuts to Ashley, who now has somehow managed to make it across the river and is on like this rocky outcropping shoreline of the river. She eventually collapses on the rocks. She looks up and sees Nick across the river, high up on this rocky ledge, and he's like freaking out. And then we see finally. Yeah. And then we see Jack the Ripper guy walk up behind Ashley on the opposite you know opposite side of the river than Nick. Then we see Nick holding the dad in his hand, even though we just saw the killer pick it up. <laughs> and this is where the confusion and the what the fuckingness really kicks Everything in. Everything this, this is where it kicks in. So the camera now flashes back and forth between shots of the killer standing over Ashley. Then Nick on the other side of the river, covered in blood, holding the dad, twitching and freaking out. Then it cuts again, and Nick is all clean, no blood. Clean Nick. Clean Nick. And then we see the killer. The killer is now holding the dad, standing where Nick was. Then we see clean Nick rise up from behind the killer. (laughs) Nick quietly picks up the sledgehammer, hits Jack the Ripper in the back of the head with it. Jack stumbles for a moment. Turns around to face Nick, who is now bloody Nick again, even though no blood flew out of Jack the Ripper. Nick then swings the hammer, sledgehammer at Jack, this time hitting him across the face, sends Jack falling off the high rocky ledge and plummeting into the river below. Ashley's still laying on the rocks on the other side of the river, looks up, sees 
clean Nick looking over at her. They lock eyes for a moment. Nick throws the sledgehammer into the river, picks up the dat, and then he too... <laughs> I don't get this. Then he, he just jumps off the ledge and well, down into the river. He jumps off the ledge so that he can get over to Ashley because he can't so, climb down and get to her. But it is very surprising that he would ruin his recording yes. by Why? jumping into the river. The dat's ruined now. But at the same time, the way he jumps into the river, doesn't he doesn't do it... It doesn't look like his goal is to get to Ashley. Because he's not looking at it. It looks like he's about to end it all. It looks yeah. like he's just like, he's, yeah, it's like, I'm going to kill myself. But even though it's like a 10 foot drop. What a waste. Into the water. Oh, what a waste. So Ashley. American still... dream. <laughs> <laughs> God. Nick swims over to Ashley, who seems a lot less bloody all of a sudden. And a I'm lot gonna, less concerned. I'm going to be okay. Yeah, it's like all the blood that's is kind of gone now. She's I'm not sorry. bloody anymore. It's fine now. Ashley okay. looks right into Nick's eyes and says, please. Nick leans in closer to her, like leans into her. We get flashbacks of all the murders now. Nick then just stands up, grabs the dat, and steps over Ashley and walks away. All while that same fucking song is playing on a loop in the background. Blackout. <laughs> That's it. When then we cut to Nick sitting on a, uh, sitting on a couch in a lavish rec, you know, rich record producer's office. I called this, by the way. Oh, I did too. The producer dressed all in white because, of course, why sure. not? That when rich people they always dress in all white. Uh, the gold accents. Yes, the gold <laughs> chain. Uh, sits down next to Nick, saying, "Congratulations, Nick, you did it. This is going to be big, very, very big." And we see the producer holding Nick's new solo album entitled Don't Go, Go in, the in the Woods. There we go. And the two of them shake hands. <laughs> the producer says to Nick, the best thing you ever did was get rid of that band. Get ready. Nick turns, looks at the camera as his song starts playing again. Blackout. Roll the credits. What the fuck? <laughs> We get one what? last buggy, buggy Elijah Wood look, though, and yep. that just is Dude, that was to leave us forever. like, the longest conclusion to a movie ever that you talked about ever. I'm just like, uh-huh. <laughs> I look at Sarah, I'm, like, pointing my watch. Yeah, I <laughs> saw that, by the way, but, but like, they don't, but you know what there's, they there's, don't. There's reason, it's just so convoluted and it's ridiculous. so ridiculous. I'm like, what so is confusing. what is happening? Because I'm listening to you say this. I'm, I'm already, I'm like, I'm, I'm totally lost. Yeah, and, and and like that's exactly how you feel watching it. You're just totally lost. Like that's, what? I, is that's happening? the best possible way I could try to explain. You, you did a good vis- job. If you visually watch yeah. it, you still don't really know what's happening. Right. But Even you, though, like, but Sarah, you, you still said, call the end. You, you still, still can call the end. Though. I knew it, the moment Nick smashed the very first cell phone and started singing a song saying, "I'm frozen. I'm an ice age." I'm like, oh, he's the killer. Yeah. But then you get to the ending where you have this Jack the Ripper guy and Nick going back. Clean Nick, bloody Nick. But then, like, okay, so but then there's a brother who died in <laughs> yeah, the woods. But, okay, so here's when what they makes were 14. So much more fucking confusing. So I, we get Nick was a killer, which is obvious. Um, but here's where it gets really confusing: Why was Ashley seeing Jack the Ripper instead of Nick when she was getting attacked? On top of that, then we see Nick kill the killer, even though he was the killer. 
So the only thing I can think of for that is my guess is that once Nick accomplishes goals of killing everyone else, he killed, quote unquote, he killed that side of him, killing the killer inside. Ooh, what if, what if this, what if this happened? Okay, okay, this is a stretch. What if when they were young, they used to go into the woods and his brother, when he was 14, got killed by a killer? brutally by Jack the Ripper okay and then years later he's now he's damaged I'm a damaged soul <laughs> but he's emo. really but he's really trying to figure out how the hell he can ditch these motherfuckers who are like you know subpar humans okay so then he's like <laughs> I'm gonna take him into the woods and this guy that killed my brother I'm gonna just you know I'm gonna have you know like just sacrificial lambs kind of a thing like yeah. sacrifice him to this guy to the and music then, gods okay. yeah to the music god AKA Jack the Ripper in a bolo hat. And then <laughs> and then he walked away. I, yeah, I don't but that get it. And, and then why is Ashley seeing both clean Nick and bloody Nick? The whole thing's fucking odd, weird, confusing. Because it's poorly written. Guys, I got to see a man about a horse. Let's wrap this up. The, the music, <laughs> okay, I'm going to say the music sucked. It didn't add to the story. Hope to progress the story plot. Unlike Andy Apocalypse, we are talking about the, the, the ending is, even though it's obvious. It's so convoluted and confusing that I, it makes me not fully understand what the hell I just watched or what happened. Does it make you angry? Does it make you really angry? It, it kind of really, does. Really, really, really angry. Yeah, it, I, I won't so lie. I left feeling very angry. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's move on to favorite kills. Don't act like you didn't love it. Favorite kill. Yeah. All right, ladies first. Damn it. the whole time i've been i watched this movie i was trying to figure out like did i even actually see anyone get killed right i mean so ashley's kill was but no we don't actually see her get killed we just see her brutally get ripped off ripped up we see the french chick so we do actually just just walked away from we she for all we know she might have lived and walked out of the woods she's just living in the woods now with the the hunters she's the hunters Um, so I'm going to I'm going to say the kill that pissed me off the most <laughs> is Robbie, the blind guy, because I'm really like that's a kill that we saw. It was super brutal. They stoned him to death. It, he got stoned so much that a miracle happened and then he could see. <laughs> he, could see. he got stoned so hard it removed, it cured it his cured blindness. It cured his blindness only for him to watch himself die. So if I have to say a favorite kill, I'm going to say that's my least favorite, okay. favorite kill ever on this show. I mean, I there's not a lot to choose from. There's not a lot to choose from, and it made me really mad because I felt like they like totally played on this dude's blindness. Of course, to like create yeah. this like the only kill that they showcase. It's like an extra ounce of cruelty. Right. Yeah. Right. But so, honestly, in any other horror movie, if you're just a blind guy, you're right. gonna play off the blindness. I mean, that's well, what right. you're, it's gonna happen in a horror movie. Right. But, but this but movie it's was more so like horribly stalking written. in the dark, and yeah. then you're gonna get slashed with the whatever the same weapon you kill other people with. No one else died by being bludgeoned with rocks. Yeah. Except for the you cell know. phones. R.I.P. cell R.I.P. flip phones. Like, so I got that. Motorola Razor. Oh, that's my final answer right there. Because, like, I, it, may, it, it was like, oh, like you said, like they started stoning him. I was like, oh, but then at the end, I was so mad about it. So, but. I'm going to go with the guy who was leading Robbie through the woods. Oh, Carlo. Carlo. And, and like he's running, and all of a sudden, what? Like they do a POV shot of this camera, uh, the sledgehammer coming at you. I think I don't know if they did a burst or not, or a cut frame, but it was enough that made me go, Ugh! yeah. You know, like I jumped, 
And then they show his head and it's kind of caved in a little bit and it's all bloody. And I'm like, that guy actually kind of made me jump a little bit. Yeah. So the only thing that I reacted about in the movie where I was like, ah, okay. <laughs> Your only reaction. Yeah. Though. Other than that, I'm like, I hate this. <laughs> um, no, for me, I wanted it to be the blonde and blue in the car because mm-hmm. that scene was actually intense. We're right. shaking the car. Your windows are getting smashed. She's got bloody limbs on. It was intense. Like, okay, horror movie, great. And then after that, it to be commercial. It, it, yeah, but <laughs> well, then it becomes forty-five minutes of just shitty song after shitty song. But the front, what ruins the kill is one, you don't actually see what happens to the girl, mm-hmm. and then two, it, the editing, the ad is so so fast and hard. It's like God. boom, to be commercial. What it takes you right out of the moment. <laughs> so unfortunately, I'm not gonna go with that because, but I wanted to. If yeah. they would have showed what happened, and she is the one girl. Who, when they're doing all the other, bo- we never see what happened to her. Right. We That's see, good point. We see all the other, like, we know Georgie, Georgie gets slot, cut in half or severed, you know, dismembered. We see that. We see the body reveals at the end of all the other characters, except for her. We don't know what happened to her. Maybe she's the foot with the maggot. Maybe. <laughs> maggot Maybe, foot. Who knows? Um, so, uh, I guess my... <sighs> sleeping bag was kind of lame. You don't see anything. Car- yeah, it's gotta come down to Carlo and Robbie, and I guess I'm gonna say I'm gonna go with Sarah. I'm gonna go with Robbie because like I've never seen somebody get stoned so hard it cured his blindness just for him to see his own death. <laughs> like that blew me away. It's so, a miracle. It's Wait. a miracle. You're dead. <laughs> um, so yeah, I guess I'll go with Robbie as as, as well. All right, let's move on to the odds. Just when you thought it was over, here comes. Alright, ratings. IMDB. And you know what? I'm gonna do something I've never done before. You guys wanna guess what IMDB gives it? It's Three, out of ten. It's out of ten. Three point eight. Three point eight? I'm gonna say yeah, I'm gonna say low. I'm gonna say like three point two, three, one. I don't know. You guys are pretty close, but lower than that. Two point seven. Yeah. Wow. I just wanna see. Yeah, because wow. it, it's bad. Uh Ryan Tomato's thirteen percent on the thermometer score <laughs> with a twelve percent audience score. Ooh. Ooh, dang. And Amazon, I bet Aaron gets this one. Three point five? Oh, you let me down, but close. Three. Oh. Three mm. out of five. I always said three point five. I, I you know we say three, <laughs> three, but three. It's Amazon. It's I almost know. everything's Amazon, a three. Everything's Find always... anything lower than the three on anything's Amazon. Anything lower than an like, actual three, it's like that's gotta be. It's like finding the goose that lays the golden egg or something like that. <laughs> Fucking unicorn. Um, Plocky words. You know what? I didn't write anything down. Like, there might Good. not have been any. <laughs> there might not have been any. Uh, trivia. Uh, the film, it was filmed in Woodstock, New York on land owned by Vincent D'Onofrio. Yes. So he owned uh, his own, uh, the land mm-hmm. and started. Fucking hippie. And you know what? I always said Vincent sings a song about Jesus on the rail. So that's it. Budget. Couldn't find anything. Dang. I couldn't, I couldn't find anything on the budget. That'd be a weird one because, you know, Vincent DeFranchio or whatever. <laughs> it's, it's not that hard, dude. D'Onofrio. It is hard. D'Onofrio. Even I can get D'Onofrio right. But <laughs> butcher uh, everybody else's name. I'm just but I get guessing D'Onofrio. at his name. D'Onofrio. I mean, you know, he obviously has to have, you know, bank. He's got right. that law and order money. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's obviously ha- has exposure to money or the ability to get money. Yeah. Right. So you'd think that. And, and this is but also if he record he recorded on his own land so that that's cuts down location right. costs. That cuts down a lot of costs. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, I'm really curious as to what. Yeah, and the actors were all unknown pretty much. They, I looked up. They, none of them really done anything. No. Well, it at looks all. like they were 
the majority of them were musicians, actual musicians, because it seemed like that they were playing. Grant, but that doesn't say much. There's a lot of people who can sing and play instruments that aren't big. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, they're not, Sarah they're, plays they're, the emoticon or whatever the fucking thing the is. Emoticon, the harmona board. The harmona board. <laughs> harmona board. Slash melodica. Melodica. There we go. Whatever. Um, <laughs> if we ever make an indie horror movie, you've got to play that. You're making, a, you're making a cameo. You're making a cameo. <laughs> You'll be the weird party chick that shows up. And play I am the Tiger. <laughs> It'll be a birthday party. Uh, yeah. This scene. Yeah. Come and then you say, all right, guys, let's get this party really started. I have the time. <laughs> Only if I get killed off proper, though. Seriously. Like, we'll kill don't do with, me wrong. We'll kill you with the same instrument. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Right? <laughs> maybe maybe what we'll do is, uh, you know, you're playing it in your death scene, is the, whatever that thing is called, and <laughs> it gets you get stabbed with it. Soft, wet, <gasps> I hope. That, right, would go. Go. that would be good. That would be good. And then, like, right good. as I die, it's like, <laughs> 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 guys, we're writing a movie. <laughs> All right. All right. Better so that brings us to uh, Mortal Kombat Combat. All right. Let's watch Bloodsport. Ooh, that's a good one. <laughs> that's a that great is a good one. one. All right. So there were 44 total reviews on Amazon. 43% are five-star reviews. What? 35% are one-star. That's split down the middle. Yeah. Pretty much. And they, everything in between was like 2%, 3%, hardly anything. It was either love it or hate it. Um, I can see that. And <laughs> people had a lot to say about this movie in the reviews. So the first one from Book Addict, which I put in parentheses, Greatly edited down because I, their review was quite a thing. Mm-hmm. So I, this is a blur from it. Don't go in the woods. It's truly original. Think the Blair Witch Project meets Glee. The songs yeah. deserve an yeah. album of their own, <laughs> and there are some properly things. gruesome slayings. After this, you'll think twice about ever getting romantic in a sleeping bag. Oh, Five geez. stars. Only because it's hot. <laughs> <laughs> The only thing about this movie is the lack of a soundtrack. The movie makes you want the music from it. I like unique movies, and this one is exactly that. If you are open-minded and enjoy fireside music while camping, you will love this movie. Five stars. I'm very open-minded, but I hate this I am super open-minded. No. no. You're so open-minded, you're (laughs) over-minded. I'm over-minded. From El Radecki. I want the soundtrack to this movie. You can see there's a pattern here. I want the soundtrack to this movie and cannot find it anywhere. I love this movie so much that I watch it every night so that the songs are the last thing I hear before falling asleep. Ew. Bo, please release the soundtrack. I beg you. Five stars. Ew. Mm-mm. Hannah. So what? It's cheesy. I don't care what people say. This film is like an old school horror musical. I no, love what? it. No, it's not. No. No, no we watched old school. Yeah, my point is, what is 80s. an old school horror musical? Uh, Stage fright? 
that's not that's even, not a musical. That's not a musical. Just, yeah. Not the original. Yeah. What there is really no old school horror Rocktober musical. October Blood. That's the closest thing I think of. I don't know if that's not. That was like cocaine in that movie. Yeah, that that was more of just like about a rock band. It was about yeah. a rock band that they had did, it, but it wasn't advertised as a musical. They didn't sell it as a musical. They sold it as like, hey, it's a rock band. A rock killer. band. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So from Brian T, best movie ever. Five stars. <laughs> Jay Sussy. I love how Mr. D'Onofrio kept this movie true to the old school style of indie horror flicks. Very gruesome yet awesome kills. It's kind of quote unquote campy, but this one is a bit different though because it incorporates music played throughout the film by the cast like you would find in a musical, but still keeping it dark and mysterious. mysterious. Not all that happy and jazzy like that little shop of horrors. Five stars. I, I love Little, I love Shop, of little Shop of Horrors. That's like a really good musical. What's, what's their name? <laughs> it's really good. Jay sucks at Jay. Last name S C U C C I. Jay goes suck a dick. <laughs> oh, and it goes. I own a 51 inch HD 3D TV because I love movies, and this is one of them. The special effects were great, and I would definitely recommend to the fans of any movies or anyone who appreciates the craft of movie making. Five stars. What an asshole. Ugh. I like how he's bragging about his 51 inch right? TV. I know. <laughs> but it is 3D. <laughs> Jesse Lemke. I love this movie. Watch it before every camping trip and each October, waiting for the soundtrack to be released. Five stars. Why the fuck would you watch that before a camping trip? That seems like the worst movie to watch. Before. Musical inspiration. Yeah, but you're going you, out the woods. Everyone's getting killed in the woods. Let's go. Let's go, guys. You ready? No. Uh, and lastly, from Joshua Wells, it sucks, but I loved it. Five stars. Uh. On the other side of that coin, the one stars. These are my people. <laughs> Spoilers. Kimberly C. This was extremely painful to watch. However, we kept watching because it was like a train wreck. There's absolutely no one in this movie that can sing. They are all absolutely tone deaf, and every lyric is absolutely ignorant as hell. WTF? What has got? This has got to be a joke. I am sitting here writing this review as we are in the one twenty, the hour twenty three mark of the movie, and per. The description, musical horror, we are begging out loud for the horror part. Oh, and then God, the sledgehammering has begun. Guess the murderer was tired of their lame-ass vocals, music, and lyrics as well. Do not watch. One star. Victoria J. Denson. Horrible movie. It plays like an advertising plug for a not-so-good band. Don't waste any money or time on this. Um, money or time on this either, for that matter. One star. Brian Moyer. Don't waste your time. Anyone who relay this... I'm sorry. Anyone who rated this movie one star is pro above one star is probably affiliated with the movie in some way. I love horror <laughs> movies, but this was a bad musical with little with little fake blood splashed in. Remove the music, which is awful, and it's a 15 minute teenage slasher short at best. Yep, that is actually pretty true. And here's a name I'm really gonna butcher from M. Cara Carascalio. Oh my god. <laughs> yep. Denofrio. <laughs> All right, Aaron, you read that name on the very bottom. Caras Calilio. Caras Calilio. Yeah, that's pretty much what I said. Yeah. From beginning to end, I was tortured by the producer and entire cast. I don't know what was going through my mind that I decided to watch the entire thing till the end. I must have been hoping that there was hidden cameras in my living room and I was going to win a prize for punishing myself. <laughs> what? 
Acting was terrible. Plot was terrible. Music and singing was terrible. The title of this movie should be Don't Watch This Shit. One star. <laughs> That's awesome. Thank you, sir. Last two from Kristen. Thought this was going to be a horror flick. Just boring acoustic guitar work over and over. Quote, fast forward, over and over, fast forward, mm-hmm. over and over, eject. This movie was completely eject. worthless. I would rather eat shards of broken glass than to watch five seconds of this movie ever again. The director and producer should be banned for life from ever making another motion picture. If you have a copy of this movie, do everyone else on the planet a favor and flush it directly down the commode. One star. Who ejects a digital copy? I that's what know. I'm saying. Like, I was like, eject. That's old school. Eject. But I appreciate it. Fast forward, over, fast forward, eject. eject. Yeah. I appreciate it. I like that. that. Yeah. Who, what was the name on that? Kristen. Kristen. Oh, there you go. And lastly, from Jason. This movie is about an hour and ten minutes of really lame band crying to each other about making it big. But don't worry because they threw in plenty of really bad emo music. <laughs> in the last few minutes, it just gets over the top. Insanely violent and kind of doesn't make sense. I guess if you like listening to some emos whine about stuff, then this might be the ditch for you. Five stars. I guess. Oh, this might. You. I'm sorry. If you like emos whine about stuff, then you might dig this movie. Five stars. Or one star. Sorry. I think it's a dig. Dig. Digit. Digits. All right. Digit. So there's there is our combat this year. Pretty, pretty, I mean, like, that's pretty even. It's pretty 50, close 50. split. That yeah, was a pretty, big split. Pretty close split. Nothing in between. You mm-hmm. loved it or hate it. Uh, I'm pretty sure I know where we're going on this one. <laughs> but uh, we'll let Sarah take the So bad it's good. No, no. Sarah, that what was, you got this week? That was acting right there. So bad it's good. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I think you guys all know. And that's I totally... why we're going to cash in our movie as Party Girl number three. Hey, yeah. <laughs> Woo! Woo! I'm a good woo girl. Woo! Um, yeah, this movie is terrible, guys. Uh, this was a complete waste of my life and time. I mean, I got to spend this time with you, and I really appreciate it, but that's about the only thing that it's came out of watching fact, this. Yes. Like, val- yeah. I agree with Jason. The last guy. I mean, you don't really get any kind of really great kills until about 60 minutes into an 85-minute movie. Um, it's whiny. It's terrible. The songs have no redeeming quality. They don't move anything along. The acting is bad. I feel like Vincent D'Onofrio had a teenage daughter that like loves Twilight. <laughs> And was like, Dad, I wrote this script. <laughs> Do you think that you would like want to make this into a movie? And like one night, like Vincent was like sitting in his basement and he was like, I bet I could make this into a movie. One what bottle, one say, bottle guys? of wine deep, yeah. a, a couple, a couple smokes of a, of a marijuana cigarette, marijuana cigarettes, and he's all in, like writing this shit because it's it's terrible. It's not. They shit the bed on so many good things that they could have used as suspenseful. The music should move that suspense along and at least be funny or campy if it's not going to actually give you the horror factor. But it it did none. It did none of that. It was like a hour long music video of the most annoying musicians you've ever seen. <laughs> so so bad it's. You took the words right out of my mouth uh, about it being uh, an hour-long music video. It's just like clips of music videos of, you know, mediocre artists in Mm -hmm. the woods. I also agree that the premise had potential. Right. And we say that a lot about a lot of movies, Mm -hmm. honestly. I feel like a lot of these movies start off, like, kind of like Prohibition. (laughs) 
the, the, the idea was right. You know, people are getting too drunk. People are getting too out of control. Let's just ban alcohol. But it, boy, it was just a bad idea. Bad you know, idea. just bad execution. Uh, it was. It was. It sucks so bad. I'm, 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 like, I'm like running out of so things bad. to say about to say about this movie that hasn't already been said. But I'm going to have to agree with Kristen, the reviewer. Because she said she'd rather eat broken glass. Mm -hmm. I would rather have a colonoscopy. I'm I'm in my forties. I'm going to have to get one pretty soon. That's not that bad, dude. I would rather watch Made in Manhattan. Oh, that's than watch this. Okay, that's bad. I would (laughs) rather eat an entire sourdough bread bowl with spin dip. Oh, that's good. That is good. But I'd rather eat the whole thing. I just watched Four Year Old Virgin, by the way. That's a good movie. That's a really good movie. That's a good movie you'd like to watch, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's a movie I'd rather watch. A billion times more than this. <laughs> I don't have anything. I, I, all my wit is gone. Oh my god! It drained you of your wit. <laughs> it's like not that it was deep anyway. Are you a man? <laughs> Are you a man on the verge of destruction? I'm, I'm like I'm just ready to knock over this microphone and just just walk Flip out this of here. Table. No. <laughs> I'm an iceberg. Okay, I'm just cold. Aaron's an Ice Age. Oh, Ice Age, that's it. That's <laughs> I, I even fucked that up. Damn it. <laughs> What's dead? What has this movie done to you? <laughs> All right. So bad, scary. Um, for me, you know what? Oh, God. I see <laughs> I see what Vincent D'Onofrio was doing here. There's a lot of subtext here that I don't think a lot of people are going to get. The story is about this troubled musician who wants to make it big, but is being held back by his friends. And he really wants the better life for himself. And Mm -hmm. at the end of the day, he does what he has to do to make that happen. Mm -hmm. And that's a good life lesson. Right. And so I'm saying so bad it's good. (gasps) Fuck no! (gasps) This is so bad it's scary. This is a terrible terrible fucking movie god damn and i was bamboozled by this because i was so disappointed in this i saw horror musical like vincent d'onofrio i'm like oh my god this could be probably really good really cool and no this thing just disappointed me so fucking much like i'm mad like i am mad at this movie yes it is it infuriates me i would rather Watch Lake Fear three again yes. and watch this movie. Wow. Yes, I. That's how bad this is. This is so disappointing. The music sucks. The acting. Mm. Eh, no, the acting wasn't that, but the music sucks. And the point is, it's a musical, and it's like eighty percent of this movie, and it sucks. That's the problem. And the apocalypse was like eighty percent music too, but they did it great. Yeah, they knocked mm-hmm. it out of the park. Mm-hmm. And this one just. Even Stage Fright, the remake with fucking Meatloaf, oh, that man. one did it right. That the movie music, was great. It, it, the music was advanced <laughs> the story. It was it, it pertained to the plot. This is just random songs that people just bust out to. They have nothing to do with anything. It's way too long. There's like no horror aspects until like the, like the what the fucking there's 60, a blip. 60, 65 60, minutes, 65, 70 minute mark of an hour and thirty minute movie. It, it's just unexcusable. Like I'm so unhappy. Like I, I think Vincent Nafi was trying to do some like next level. Like I'm gonna do some, like it made, he made like I don't know too artsy or too like film festival y. Like it was like, like, I, he, something was lost between his idea and the execution of the final product. There, this could have been so much better. 
Like, just basically do Friday the 13th with some music in it. Like, not... Oh, I would have liked that. Like, basically, you have guys camping in the woods, (laughs) get slaughtered by a killer, and you could... He's a Philistine. It's just not the... (laughs) (laughs) Look, Aaron's got his wit back. (laughs) He's back, baby. (laughs) (laughs) It's so disappointing, Nick, and... Don't watch this, my man. Just Don't avoid watch it. This, this, just stay away from this. It's sad. I really had high hopes for this. I thought it was going to be so much better. Go this watch is, some criminal intent. Yeah. This is one of my, probably now one of my, if not the biggest disappointment in a movie I've had on this show going into it. Yeah. I we almost, high hopes. And like, we almost quit the podcast over <laughs> there. They're like, I don't know if I want to do this. Um, but the funny thing is, I wrote down, like, I predicted everybody's, what they're going to say before. Oh, yeah. uh, everybody, scary, 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 scary. Before everybody gave their answers, I had it written down. I predicted that. Um, that's it, guys. We're, I, we're done. Uh, <laughs> yep. Like I said, if you want to hear all the musical bits from this movie, and I'll actually play the two Cheer Up Emo Kids songs as well in their entirety for you. You can hear those whole songs. I'll play them at the end of this. Stay tuned. You can listen to all the music cues if you really want to. Um, God bless you if you do. Jesus. Um, what the hell is wrong yeah, with you? God know, have mercy on your know. souls if you do. Curiosity killed the cat. Just but, remember um, that. <laughs> we're going to wrap it up. So if you you like the show, you know, again, you can follow us on Insta- all the social media stuff. Uh, if you want to support the show, you can follow us on Patreon. So do- donate some stuff there. Uh, become a Patreon member. We really appreciate it if you do. We love all of our Patreon members. Uh, thanks for listening, guys. Sarah, it was great having you back oh, in the studio. Oh, man, I feel good. I, gotta say good. The best, yeah. I, I, should, I meant to say, but the best thing about this movie is what we just did. Like, we yeah. had, I had so much fun with you guys yeah. talking about this. Me too. Made the movie, which was complete garbage, so much more fun and, and bearable. So this was fun. The movie's terrible. Took my anger away. It yeah. really, it, it really it's wiped cathartic. away the like, deep-seated it anger. It it's cathartic. It, you yes, know? it was it's, cathartic. Yeah. It was very therapeutic to yes. be here with you guys to talk about our rage. All right, so <laughs> we're gonna wrap it up. This was a long episode, and if you, like I said, if the music attached is gonna be even longer. So we're gonna wrap it up here. So until next time, guys, watch more horror movies, and remember to always keep it tight. <laughs> All right, guys. So if you're still sticking around, like I said, here's the music. I promise you. First up is going to be the song I just dubbed Ice Age, which we did play earlier, but I will play it again here. So here it is. I am a man on the verge of an ice age. I am frozen, but still twitching. My blood still flows when it flows, flows to you. Next up is the groupie song. Oh, 
Next is Charlotte Solo. Carbo always makes me feel so small. Stare at the phone and wait for him to call. Someday. Forget about all these stupid nights. Carlo, you'll never change. I can't wait to forget your name. Sometimes I get scared of the dark, especially when I'm looking for. Please tell me that this is all a bad dream. Groupie, don't ever change. If we don't survive these woods, will you still remember our names? And 
now we come to Robbie's song about him being blind. Come back to um, Ashley's little solo, which we played a little bit of this in the episode, but I didn't play the whole thing. So here's the whole clip. My heart still beats when it beats. It beats for you. You don't even know what you did. Did what you did to me You don't know how it feels To feel what you Just won't feel for me Next, another one of the campfire songs Everybody was singing called I just call it Physical Attraction Speed up Physical Attraction Let's give the neighbors something to talk about. 
next is Johnny's song. Break my fault down these walls. Together we'll explode the night Used to have nothing, now we've got everything to lose We're walking a tightrope We kill ourselves when we hope Flashlights and sirens Get off of this island You're my tidal wave you're my world to save We're our ticket out of the grave Used to have nothing Now we've got everything to lose When you're not here I'm a dead man When you're not here I feel the walls closing Give me the feeling that won't go Song. Dad's on life support and mom's on thought control and baby sister's prematurely active and me I'm at the bottom of a hole and what's the problem with not even touching stuck inside while they're out there double touching I can watch anything I want to Satellite won't give me what I need Turn the light on Turn the light on Turn the light on I don't like the dark Turn the light on Shine it as bright as the surface of the sun Shine it so bright that it lights up everyone Shine it so bright that it destroys Shadows 
this leads into the curly haired girl song, which at the end of it, you can hear the sound effect where she, right where she, before she gets killed. Anton, where are you? Anton. Take my temperature Anton, without a thermometer. Stare through me like a mass spectrometer. Tell me what you're seeing on the monitor. Don't tell me you forgot what you got it for. What's the problem with loving and hating? That's not kissing, that's called suffocating. Lungs of smoke and a mind blurred with alcohol. Me, I'm at the bottom of a hole. Turn the light off, turn the light off, turn the light off. I don't want to see, turn the light off, make it. And this brings us to probably the worst song, Melinda and Frenchie's song, where they're singing about I love you and cigarettes and shit. Would you like a cigarette? Je t'aime, je t'aime, je t'aime. I love you, I love you, I love you. Je t'aime. Je t'aime. Je t'aime. Je t'aime. I love you. I love you. Would you like a cigarette? Écoutez. Répétez. Would you like a cigarette? Écoute. Répète. Hello. How are you? Hello. How are you? Table for one. Table for two. How do you say I love you? Je t'aime, je t'aime, je t'aime. I love you, I love you, I love you. Je t'aime, je t'aime, je t'aime. And lastly is uh, Nick's big finale song, which we did play earlier in the episode, but I figured we'll play it again here just to, for completion's sake. Here it is. Turn on the dad. Turn the dad on. I don't Turn know it on. I'm push doing. the fucking button. Still 
So that's all the original music from the movie I actually recorded and, and copied. Uh, but I'm going to just for fun, I'm going to follow up with the two different versions of the song Cheer Up Emo Kid. Uh, they're just kind of fun. First one up is by the band called Band Geek Mafia off the album Trouble on the 54. I'll follow that up with the patent pending version off their album called Save Each Other. The Whales Are Doing Fine.